Welcome to Awards Radar, the podcast, a weekly discussion of the awards races, Hollywood news, and the films you should have on your radar. Here's your host, Joey Magidson. Hey, it's Keith Lucas from the Lucas Bros, and I'd like to congratulate the entire Awards Radar team for recording 100 episodes of the podcast. I mean, I know how tough it is to record one episode of anything, so to get to 100 is a really, really dope accomplishment, and I'm proud of you all. I'm looking forward to uh, the next 100 episodes, and you know, hopefully one day you guys will have me back on to, to talk Oscars and talk uh, uh, film with you. Uh, but until then, uh, much love, guys. Hey, Awards Radar team. This is Mark Johnson from Awards Daily. Just wanted to congratulate you on 100 episodes. Outstanding work, guys. Looking forward to seeing what you do next. Here's to the next 100. Hello there. This is Kevin Spicy. I am recording from jail, where I have been sent for a life sentence for my many, many crimes, uh, which is fair. Uh, but I did want to just call in and wish the Awards Radar team a happy 100th episode. Thank you so much for serving as a platform for my awfulness. And I'm so proud of you guys. And uh, it looks like maybe goodbye forever. So congratulations. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Awards Radar podcast. Episode number 100. Woo! Heard. Yeah. Yeah. Was that woo or boo? It was woo. Um, I'm happy. Right, I'm good, here. Good, I got good. a beer. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> um, as you heard, we had some some lovely messages from the likes of uh, Mark Johnson, who uh, hopefully gets well soon. Oscar nominee Keith uh, Lucas, because we, uh, that's right, we get Oscar nominees on the show. And uh, how would you define Kevin Spicy? Uh, he's a chili pepper, isn't he? Yeah. Sentient chili pepper sex criminal. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, he's he's there. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll have more guests as the show goes on. But for the moment, thank you, everyone, who can, who was able to send in a message. And uh, as you can tell, Miles is here. Hi, I'm here. Happy 100, everybody. There you go. Uh, Miles, who I think has done all 100? Uh, not all, but darn close. Yeah, you're over, well over 90. Yes. Um, so t- took over the lead from Steve. Probably to never relinquish it, frankly. Um, Steve will be leaving the final word on this episode. He is uh, he chose to watch Better Call Saul and probably made the right decision. Um, but we did uh, rope in from under the floorboards, Ryan. Hi, everyone. Feels good to be back. Ryan took Thorazine, apparently, before he came on. <laughs> I'm just He's uh, just been studying uh, Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. That's true. <laughs> Hi everyone. Uh, no, it's just it's good to be here. On 100 episodes. It's fantastic. I'll do any podcast for 1995. 1995. I'll do your podcast. Come on in. You Listen, can pay in three installments. Did, I mean, did you see that thing about uh, people getting paid to go on podcasts for like absurd amounts of money? How come we're not involved in that? Well, yeah, what the fuck? I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the fucking for Joey. I'm waiting dollars. for the fucking check to clear before we get into any cinephile showdowns and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, so you you take uh, monopoly money, right? <laughs> yes, I do. Because if because if so, I'll give you a raise even. Oh, uh, ooh, there we go. There uh, go. So yes, hundred episodes. Thrilled to have former guests chiming in. Um, like I said, we might have another person or two chiming in. Um, but one of them, <clears throat> if he does, was very disappointed that Steve couldn't make it. You could probably guess who that might be, but find out later. So uh, before we get into some of the things, I want to talk about so. 
basically a hundred weeks worth of the podcast, right? Because we didn't really um, didn't really skip a week. We skipped one week, and I think that was still an episode when we did the like the interview episode, like best of. So yeah, in in that time, it's basically a hundred weeks. Um, Miles got engaged and married. I started and ended a relationship. I didn't end it; it was ended for me. Um, Ryan remained married, I guess. Yeah, still Steve with the old ball and chain. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess I'm the only one not doing this right. So, no. like, life moved on. You know, the uh, changed presidents. So that was a good thing. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the one who apparently stole nuclear secrets, but that's a whole other issue. Hey, neither uh, confirm nor deny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, your 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 friend Rudy Giuliani might be hey. double today also. Hey, that guy who uh, I believe was last seen on this on this podcast defending Kevin Spicy. Yeah, that guy. That he's choice. he's got a lot of stuff to answer for in Georgia, so he couldn't make it here tonight, Joe. Yeah, that's true. He's unfortunately going to be sharing a cell sharing a cell with Kevin soon enough. No shit. Uh, yeah. So it wouldn't be a. It wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't uh, have a little bit of Saw-related news. So I, I don't want to say they waited until this episode to reveal this, but it's damn ironic that they picked today and we're one of the few places that cares about this a significant amount. Um, a 10th Saw movie is on the way and in true Saw fashion is coming in a year. <laughs> they, With the exception of Spiral. I think that was the only one that they're just like, we're going to make this and when it's done, we'll tell you. Every other one has been like, we have a firm release date. Have we made it? No, but we're working on it. So this is, uh, I guess, probably going to be Saw X, right? Miles, Fingers crossed. Listen, yeah, Saw I mean, in space. That's all I'm wanting. That's all I need. I mean, they've they've gone back in time. They haven't gone forward yet. So I'm, I mean, Space Jigsaw would be interesting. Wouldn't be any bad. Wouldn't be any worse than Jason X. I'm thinking. You guys ready? Hmm. So. Saw in space, right? That's what you want, Miles? Sure, definitely. So Tom Cruise is trying to make a space movie. So I'm thinking you put Tom Cruise in the Saw franchise because he's always looking for impossible missions, and these are impossible puzzles. Let's do so a crossover bench. Really saw his leg off? No, he has to just keep running. He can never stop running. They'll put yeah. him on an endless treadmill until he's yeah. just wobbling on stubs. Yeah, I love it. That'd be interesting. I'd be yeah. into it. I'll be into it. I I don't know who's going to write it officially. We did see, so in the the press release that went through Bloody Disgusting, got picked up by, you know, Variety, Deadline, everywhere. They announced the director, which Miles and I are pretty happy about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we all forget the last one because he was basically tied up and told to direct that one, uh, the final chapter. Do you remember that? They exercised the option in his contract because he was going to make a Paranormal Activity sequel. Which, hard to know which was the, the bigger dog at that time. Yeah, which is funny because if you've... Have you seen that recently Jason Blum was like, I'm glad we're not making those anymore. They suck by now. Yeah, like, which, you know, a like, little tasteless to throw his own stuff under the Brit, under the bus, it, but there it, you go. It's fi- it's like 50% like, oh, you... you Like, those are your employees. Don't do that. And 50% like, at least you're aware that, like, we need to stop making these movies. We're, we're out of paranormal activity ideas. Uh Definitely a better way of saying it, but it's kind of funny that he was that or you like that an executive could be like, yeah, we're, we're not going to try to make any more money off of that for a little bit. Uh, he should go work for Warner Brothers. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we went off on them the last couple of weeks, so we'll, we'll leave them alone for a little bit. Um, but yeah, the director of Saw 6, which even they in their press release, um, Berg and Cools um, said 
is a fan favorite. So they're aware that that one is the one that sort of has aged the best. Well, and it, it's cool of them to do that because that was the first one that started not making as much money as the rest. So they're actively going with the fan, you know, impetus rather than the money impetus. Totally. Also, I mean, I'm sure Kevin uh, Grutert is not a, an expensive hire these days, but he certainly knows the franchise well. Um, and this makes me think it's not really spiral related for a couple of reasons. One, like I said, they didn't announce the writer, but... Um, was it Josh Stolberg, right? One of the two yep. writers of the last couple movies um, retweeted saying, I'm glad to be like in the world again. So he's involved in some way. And I think he had said on Instagram, I don't remember if it was Instagram or Twitter, that it was an idea he had from before Spiral. So this isn't Spiral 2. They could still follow that up at some point, but I'm guessing this is going to be closer to maybe like what they were going to do before they decided to sort of do Jigsaw. And be different with that. Mm. I'm not sure. Or maybe this was the follow up to Jigsaw initially. So, so what I've heard, uh, the scuttlebutt I've heard is that uh, it's going to be a prequel focusing on Tobin Bell. Which, yeah. when I hear that, what I want to see is you do you do classic Saw tradition, which is yep. uh, you give them a backwards baseball cap so we know that they're younger. I want to see <laughs> Tobin Bell as a teenager. Don't give him any DH makeup. Don't do any digital stuff. The only way we know he's a teenager is that he's got the backwards baseball cap. I mean, it's <laughs> and, very and much just their give vibe. us his life story. Yeah, I, I talked about you a little bit about this off air that I'm not super wild about the prequel just because <clears throat> he's so clearly formed by specific events that I don't think he would have been like teenager in his 20s, 30s. Whenever you want to place him, like putting people in traps. My guess is if they're doing this, like someone else was trapping people, you know? Oh, and, like, and he was inspired. Yeah, that, that would be my guess. As opposed to like, you know, in my college room, someone stole my weed. I'm going to put you in a trap. Like, I don't. I, I mean, don't I want to see that movie, but that's not what they're going to do. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that's like Chris Rock should spin off Spiral into the comedy versions and do that. Because Max Mignello is pretty young. Like, they could have done that. He could have been in college doing trapping people but very excited to see this movie um they will announce more soon which will probably reveal whether or not tobin bell is the lead or not and then we'll we'll go from there so it was very appropriate to have on episode 100 breaking saw news good stuff good stuff yeah. can't wait so um let's do a couple questions before we get into the rest of the stuff uh kfley 208 congrats on 100 episodes uh, I will say Kayfley, um and Ryan McDermott, and I believe someone else all had the exact same question for us. So uh, we will um, use one of them, and then Ryan gave us a backup question. Um, so they want to do a film hog face-off of AFI Top 100 Films, oh, the Top wow. 10 Face-Off. Oh, which wow. Pretty, pretty, um, pretty obvious, right? Um, so uh, Ryan had done uh, a little higher than that. So I'm going to use both lists and combine them so for one second while i do that they um so appreciate everyone doing that i like that everyone was on theme i thought that was pretty cool and And also like it's worth pointing out that ryan mcdermott kayfley like you guys have been like very consistently like ready with questions for almost all 100 episodes so far so shout out to y'all for you know giving us stuff to talk about every week. Yeah, for we keeping really the content it. flowing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, there is there is something 
very special about having people always willing to chime in and ha- not repeat themselves. Like that is uh, that is an amount of work that frankly we don't put in, let alone <laughs> let alone them. So I I very much appreciate that. I just want to make sure that there's the right um, balance here. So give me one moment because of course we didn't do full on research for this. That'd be stupid. Um, so they started with ten versus nine. We make sure because Ryan has started from fourteen. So we'll just use his, and then we'll get into his question. All right. So, number f- uh, they did okay. So number f- sixteen versus number fifteen, Sunset Boulevard or two thousand and one Space Odyssey, and we'll do uh, Miles Ryan me. Um, so hot take, I guess. I hate two thousand one Space Odyssey. <laughs> I really can't stand it. I think it's phenomenally well made and sure. absolutely integral to the science fiction genre as a whole. But it is so slow and so tedious, and I've watched it multiple times, and I'm just bored. And I think the things that have been inspired by it have improved upon it tenfold. Uh, Sunset Boulevard is a great little noir. It's got an amazing lead performance. It's held up phenomenally well, and the stuff it has to say about Hollywood is kind of just as accurate now as it was then. So Sunset Boulevard for me. All right. All right. God. Um, two all-timers. I think that I'm not like Miles. I I, I appreciate um, a masterpiece when I see it, and um, love you, buddy. Uh, but Sorry, clerks, right? I, it, it wouldn't be a hundredth episode if we didn't come in hot with you yeah. and me disagreeing about something. Yeah, and you being wrong. Oh, just wait. Uh, oh, just wait. Um, not gonna bring up stuff from the past, uh, <laughs> like some waters and shapes. But um, I will say that 2001 A Space Odyssey. The Way Odyssey, of Water? The Way of Water. There you go. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I will say that 2001 A Space Odyssey, fantastic film. Not my favorite Kubrick, but I think Sunset Boulevard is one of the greatest films ever made. And that script, like Miles said, is it's impeccable. Billy Wilder is a genius. And um, those performances in that ending um, just... Gloria Swanson, my God, what a what a performance! So yeah, it, it's got to be that one for me. Um, I agree with both of you. I will go. I'll go two thousand one just because I feel like it shouldn't be a sweep, as we all say. Like whether we enjoy two thousand one <laughs> or not, like how essential and important and impeccably made it is. Like um, they're both great. Um, Sunset Boulevard is probably more enjoyable. Um, I do yeah. like. Yeah. I like films from both of these filmmakers better than the. So the uh, thing about I will say this, the one thing about Sunset Boulevard, and I don't know when the last time either one of you watched it. I've watched it more recently. Probably that movie is that movie is insane that it was even made. Some of the things that are in that movie, I don't know how I got away with it. And that's I think I mean, obviously, that's 2001 A Space Odyssey for sure. But like, I think for that time period specifically in Hollywood, that movie is so ahead of its time. It's ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. No, I completely right. agree. Well, that's 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 Billy Wilder. That's get being able yeah. to assert your I'm Billy Wilder of it all. Yeah. Um, you know, there because I mean Kubrick's its own his own beast, you yeah. know, for better for better and definitely for worse. Mm-hmm. And maybe not in two thousand one, but in certainly other films. Mm-hmm. Um as we go through this list, you'll see there's there's definitely ones that it's hard to tell anyone that these are not impeccably made films. But there's definitely going to be ones that you're that you're like, oh, I don't know. 
like if I was going to sit down and watch this film. So mm-hmm. here, uh, next up, this one's going to be, I think, hard for you guys. 14 versus 13, Psycho or Star Wars? Um, I mean, these are two amazing films, obviously. Um, Star Wars is great and, you know, defined both as genre and the Hollywood blockbuster in general for better Hot and take, for worse. Star Wars is great. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm willing to say it. I don't care who hears. Um, yeah, it's about time that, somebody said it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll get up on that soapbox. <laughs> I mean, the internet really is lacking in Star Wars discourse, so it's just good for the business. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, all, so, it's all positive, to too. It. It's all positive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very wholesome. Um, That said, Psycho is my favorite horror film of all time. It's probably my favorite Hitchcock film. It's an absolute masterpiece from top to bottom. And it is amazing that it's still as effective as it is. Every single frame of that movie works. Even the stupid, stupid ending with Dr. Exposition, who just, you know, tells you everything about the plot twist in elaborate detail. There's a certain, you know, period charm to it. So Psycho all the way. Dr. Exposition. I love that. That's great, Miles. Um, listen, I love Star Wars. I mean, it's the original Star Wars, though, for me, it's like the fourth best Star Wars film or third best Star Wars oh film. Oh, my gosh. Are we agreeing on something? Um, but then, like, Psycho is well, no, all. He thinks uh, Rise of Skywalker is the best one. That's not true. It's Empire Strikes Back. It's not even close. Um, and that's and if it was Empire versus Psycho, we might be having a tougher conversation. But I do, and that's the thing is, is Psycho is a masterpiece, and it's like probably like my fourth or fifth favorite Hitchcock, just because his his card is so deep in his filmography, and it's one of those just, I mean, it's iconic in every sense of the word. And uh, at the, I just went to the Academy Museum, and they yeah. have the uh, storyboards for Psycho there, and just to look at the concept of that and then to see the clip of it playing. I mean, it's, it's impeccable. I mean, say what you want about Hitchcock as an individual and, um, and whatnot, but as a director, he, he was, I mean, he's one of the greats. So yeah, I have to, I have to bow down to, to psycho. Uh, once again, I agree with both of you. I will still go star Wars. Um, one thing that I will say is I ding psycho a little more than miles does for the ending. Because it is just such a dead fish of an ending compared to what's been happening until then. Um, looking at it as that's the type of film that was made at the time helps a little bit. But so much of it is, going back to what we were talking about with the prior one, ahead of its time, circumventing mm-hmm. conventions of the time. The fact that he then allows the movie to end on like, oh, smart guy tells us what's what is a little bit of a letdown. It's yeah. It's less of a letdown when you watch it for the first time, because I think you're just like, well, that's a somewhat lame ending for this. But the more you you've seen it, or the more you know about, you get comfortable just with how it. great a film it is. Yeah. On the one hand, you get comfortable like, oh, that's just part of the film. Yeah. But it also, for me, bugs me a little bit more because I'm like, it wouldn't take that much just to just to either trim that off or change it. I don't. I don't have a better idea, mind. You. I mean, I but, think. I think that if they would have given Chewbacca a goddamn medal, we would be all picking Star Wars. So I mean, yeah. I'm still picking Star Wars, but yeah. You know what I mean, uh, Miles? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know I, I mean, that explains why you like Rise of Skywalker so much. But, there you go. No. It's medal. Uh, <laughs> Damn you all to so, hell. So um, Mike Ryan wrote about this recently that um, showing someone Star Wars who hadn't seen it for the first time, you know, everyone thinks of Star If you haven't seen Star Wars until now, you probably think of it as like this complicated labyrinth, like being 
being dropped into like the a middle Lord of the Rings movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you watch Star Wars, it's it's deceptively simple. Like all the things yep. that we know are prob- are pretty much told to us in further movies, or you knew about it as a kid because you liked it and you read books and you you know you didn't go on the internet, but you you had various things that filled in the blanks. The movie doesn't tell you more than the barest of bones about things. Yeah. So it's it's deceptively simple, which it's, I think is part of its charm. I mean, that's why it is part of the biggest franchise in all of Hollywood. Not like mm. because of money wise, but in terms of its influence. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't so have we... we don't have Marvel and all this other stuff if Star Wars doesn't exist. Totally. Oh, Though you true. know as well as I do, they're just keeping the seat warm for uh avatar when it gets to like four and five right <laughs> yeah i'm sure the audiences will still want to see um those movies by then i mean let alone this year eh. all i'm saying uh, all i'm saying is is that if it flops they've got three other movies sitting there and if it doesn't that's true I mean, I can see the, I can see Avatar because here's the thing about like, and I'm not trying to get off on the side chat. Yes, you can like, see it. They will sell you a ticket. They will. Yes, they will. But I think the thing about why I think this one will do well, but then it'll be like the Matrix where like Reloaded did really well at the box office and then like Revolutions came out like less than a year later and people were like, no, thank you. It's because like having 10 years in between something helps. As opposed to like now, I mean, every two years, I mean, people are going to get sick of it. It's that you think Avatar 3 won't be delayed also. I mean, you know. He's got an we'll MO. I mean, what was the last James Cameron movie not to be delayed? True Lies? Maybe. True, well, but I think yeah. the difference here is that the Avatar sequels are a bit more of a package deal. Yeah. As opposed to like Avatar well, between interestingly, or Titanic or what have you. He also, he also recently said that he may not direct all of them, so they're not all done. Well, well, that's no, that's so a caveat. That's is, a caveat to, for blame. You know, when my understanding bad. is that two and three are in the can for the most part, but four mm. and five have yet to be shot. God. Okay, that could be. We'll see. Plenty of time Ponzi, for that. Largest Ponzi um, scheme in Hollywood history. Good guy. Maybe he's do, he's doing well. Um, I actually just interviewed Tim Miller, and I talked a little bit around like, remember when you argued for a year with James Cameron? Um, <laughs> though he was he was very funny. In that, I, I told him how much I liked uh, Deadpool and had mentioned, like, you know, maybe... I don't remember how I brought it up, but the idea of, like, you know, you've, you've had your wars. And he was like, as long as you like Deadpool 1 more than Deadpool 2. Mm. <laughs> uh, and I, I respect that, because he... I mean, I don't, I don't know who I would have sided with between him and, uh, and Ryan Reynolds, but, like, Deadpool 1 is a uh, more interesting movie than 2. I like both, but it was just funny to talk to someone who's like, oh, you've actually, like, worked with and somewhat against james cameron mm. it's a very small list of people who's been able to do that um here let's let's speed up through this so we can get to more uh 12 versus 11 the searchers or city lights i'm gonna actually throw out that i only think one of these movies is good just throwing that out there um the searchers for me is one of those movies it definitely has its place in film history i racist I, film I, history yeah I, I haven't seen it in a very long time, like probably not since college. So I don't yeah. I remember thinking it was fine, but maybe not as amazing as everyone else thinks it is. Uh, City Lights is very, you know, very fun, very charming, very Chaplin. So I yeah. think I'm going to go with that. Sure. I um, think The Searchers is a very complicated film, obviously, but I still think it's a very 
good film. It's very influential. Um, I think, I think, you know, it's one of those where you watch and you're just like, Jesus, uh, you're not supposed to root for anyone in this. And I think that that's good, but city lights is just like, it's a perfect movie pretty much. And most Chaplin movies are. So I would go with that. Yeah. City lights is delightful. Um, I was partially joking. Like, listen, the searchers is incredibly well made. It's just, yeah. John Wayne I, is a I piece don't... of shit. We, Oh, Oh wait, is yeah, that well, controversial I mean, to say? No, no, no. We all, we all, <laughs> less we so all these days. Now. I feel, um, I <laughs> do think that at the time there, they maybe were not, fully of the opinion that oh you're not supposed to like this character i think it was more complicated yeah i think that's that. a, i think modern viewing sort of brings that to it more so than at the yeah. time i mean it's a credit to the filmmaking that the movie holds up if you can watch it being like oh what a piece of shit but it's not intended that way it was intended to be a more complicated um john wayne character but you were still supposed to be like john wayne's taking care of business even if he's like not fully right this time as opposed to like no he's like straight up wrong uh, but even so, it's an important it's an important western. But much like you guys said with some other ones, important doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to pick it. City Lights is just as important and is uh, lovely. It's delightful. So City Lights. We finally uh, found a pairing that broke Joey's contrarian tendencies. Yeah. There you go. I mean, let's see how many more we get of that. Uh, Ten versus nine: The Wizard of Oz or Vertigo. Um, these are both films that have aged interestingly. Uh, sure. Both make very bold and vivid uses of color in different ways. So both um, drug movies. They're both very psychedelic in that way. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, the Wizard of yeah, Oz buddy. was the Wizard of Oz is a movie that I've already always appreciated, but even when I saw it as a kid, it did kind of bounce off me a little bit. Same. I, like I can appreciate it, and I can appreciate its significance in film history, but it's not one that I've ever gone back to with any kind of fondness. Vertigo, you know, you really notice the age gap between the two love interests more so now than maybe then. But mm. beyond that, I think it's just such a well-made movie. It's up there among Hitchcock's best. I'm going Vertigo. Mm. Right. Vertigo is my second favorite Hitchcock film. And uh, I, I think that that movie is... There are so many images and the way he uses color in editing that I just think is so impeccable. It's, it's one of the greatest films of all time. The wizard of Oz. I agree with miles. I'm agreeing too much with you. Miles um, <laughs> we'll is, is a movie that I like, I appreciate and I, and I know how good it is, but it's, I just never am drawn back to that movie. I think it's mostly for us. We saw it so much as kids. It's like, I don't need to see it again. But yet it's not got like that singing in the rain sort of quality where like I want to watch singing in the rain all the time because I'm not wowed by the Wizard of Oz. You know, hold your thoughts on singing in the rain, by the way. Okay, sorry. But but I will I will go with uh, Vertigo. Yeah, I'm gonna go Vertigo as well. Uh, My mom loves uh, the Wizard of Oz and it never did much for me. Incredibly well made. Holds up. I will say for a movie I don't largely care for without any reason to, like like you guys said, just sort of bounced off me, holds up very well for being almost a hundred year old film. Yeah. You know, it, it totally. is visually it, everything. Yeah. Visually, visually just, you know, I mean, it, it is an achievement. Vertigo mm-hmm. is top three, top four. Hitchcock, mm-hmm. So 
not hard. Uh, number eight, Schindler's List, or number seven, Lawrence of Arabia, or as they said in the Zack and Mary make porno, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> this week on jokes only for Joey, mm-hmm. um, it, rolls off, it just rolls off the tongue. Mm. Um, Schindler's Wist. Blah, blah, blah. Schindler's, Schindler's Wist. Wist? Schindler's, Schindler's Wist. Schindler's. It's a cooking show. Um, Julia Wist. Child. Uh, <laughs> I'm Julia Child. And welcome to Schindler's Wist. Yeah. I. Oh my God! What an awful. Oh my God! If we really want to pursue that one. Oh boy! Yeah, not that's, doing that's, it. Would be, not doing let's, it. Let's 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 snip this one in the bud. Um, Today we'll be making German potato salad. God damn it, Joey. Um, Schindler's List is uh, it is a phenomenal, important, very well-made film that I don't know that I ever want to watch again. Uh, it is it is so important and so incredible, but it's also such a downer. Um, it's one that, yeah, it's uh, and I think we're, I'm seeing a common refrain here. A lot of these are very important in the scope of film history but rewatchable is another question there's a a definite vibe to afi yeah uh lawrence of arabia i think is phenomenal i actually was lucky enough to uh the first time i ever saw it was the 4k restoration when they brought it back to theaters and seeing that movie on the big screen is like who like that is cinema the the, the Um, dissolve into blue eyes Oh my gosh! Well, or even yeah. just like the the um, he blows out the uh, the match and then it cuts to the desert, like little things yeah. like that. Just oh my god, it's incredible. Um, Peter O'Toole, one of the best performances ever. I'm going Lawrence of Arabia, a right. debut right. performance. I wow. know, like that's wild. That's just fucking insane. That that's like his mm-hmm. first performance. And yeah, that like, movie. He he could have spent his career coasting after that and still be remembered as a great actor. <laughs> Absolutely. And what's crazy is like he has so many other great roles, and it still might be his best he has ever been. Like that I movie, would, I, I would hear with that. Um, is so good. I don't know if you guys have gotten the 4K for it, but the 4K transfer is extraordinary. Um, I might I would have to look in my pile. But um, but yeah, and uh, Schindler's List, Miles said it best. Like that is a movie that I saw when I was young, and I cried. And I think it's so. I, it's a very good movie, but it is not one. It, it falls in the category of like I saw it once, and I'm all good. Like you know, it's not one you're like, hey kids, let's let's watch this one. You know, like you know, I would rather see that beautiful cinematography you know, that is in Lawrence of Arabia and just this massive rise and fall of what it means to be a hero. It is, it is one of the quintessential hero films and Mm -hmm. what you do with, with, uh, with fame and ego and that responsibility as well as the, the decisions of war. And so I think it's, you know, I think it's a masterpiece. There's a lot of these are masterpieces, but this, uh, this one is, this one is a, Bonafide. One. I mean, with the exception of one or two here, we're parsing through various degrees of great. Mm. Um, okay, we're hanging on. Um, just time where we are, so you can tell Steve when you send him the thing. Yep, we'll do. And uh, you ready? Yeah, I'm rolling again. All right, three, two, two one. All right. Um, I will go Shinwar's list. Partly for the reasons we were doing earlier, 
Also, I'm that weird guy who can watch depressing movies more than once. Uh, I've seen Blue Valentine more than once. We we know I'm. I'm oh, I mean, there's that. there's ones that I'll watch, but I just that one's. Yeah. No, it's no, also it's, it's it was, long and it's very it's very rough. Yeah, it's ones. long and it's heavy. Um, yeah. They're both very good. They're both very long. I'll, I'm going to give the edge to Schindler's List, but not with any like super strong reason. Yeah. Um, so we have three more. Let's go a little quicker. Um, Gone with the Wind or Singing in the Rain, six versus five. Um, Gone with the Wind. I feel like you probably have a little less to say about this. These two. Yeah, kind of. Uh, Gone with the Wind is very much in this category of it's an important film, but is it a good film? Um, I think it's a t- an impressive technical achievement, but I think there's a lot about that film that really rubs me the wrong way nowadays. Um, Singing in the Rain is just a classic. It's a feel-good movie. It's such an impressive musical, such an impressive, you know, display of dancing. It's it's a movie that puts a big smile on your face. It's funny as hell. Singing in the Rain all the way. Sure. Ryan? One of the greatest musicals of all time, if not the greatest musical of all time, my favorite musical of all time versus a, a pile of shit. So I will take Singing in the Rain over Gone with the Wind. I hate Gone with the Wind. Hate yeah, that this fucking, is the other I one. Hate that fucking movie. That's I don't. I was, I I was don't, trying to be polite, but that's actually closer no. to how yeah. I feel. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there I you don't. Go. I don't. Just say, I don't Miles, care it's fine. for this one. It's therapeutic. I'm closer to Miles in that I appreciate what it's doing. No, he was being nice. He he agrees with me. Yeah, he's like fuck that. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll I'm give it credit it. for being a technical achievement. I just think the content no. is yeah. awful. Yeah, it's yeah. Terrible. I mean, bizarre. I'm not gonna feel. I'm not gonna feel bad. For, I'm not gonna feel good for any of those characters. Like, go ahead. No, no, no. Nor should no. Singing in the rain. Lovely. Um, it's, it's, you know, I, I think if you don't appreciate film history, it bounces yeah. off you potentially a little bit, but it's also so welcoming that it's, it's the Those epitome songs. of like, Those yeah. songs just I, all I, work. And it's, it's not just Kelly and, and Reynolds, but like Donald O'Connor and make them laugh. Like if you, if you aren't impressed by that, what ones, are you doing? You know, a lot of times I, when people have either shown me what they watched in like a film school class or like when I was in college taking, taking a couple of those classes, it was always weird because I was already writing at the time. So, um, but singing in the rain is always a good one to have on a syllabus just because it gives you so much about the time and is important, but also is purely enjoyable. And I think a lot of times people forget, I think this list, if we're looking at it kind of forgets about it sometimes being enjoyable is a really important thing here. Like if you look at these films, you 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 know if we were going to rank fifteen through one, you know at the end of this, which you do, readers do, listeners do your own, um, you know, Singing in the Rain and Star Wars may be closer to ten than than one, but they're also more likely to be what you would watch again. You know, you you may put um, something else a lot higher, but how often are you going to watch it? Like Singing in the Rain, you could watch. A fair amount and still enjoy. So I will go second in the rain. All right. Final two. Um, final two comparisons. Uh, first one is number four versus number three. Raging Bull or Casablanca? Ooh. I really, really this like... This is a hard one. Yeah, this is a hard one. I really, really like both of these. Raging Bull is among Scorsese's best, I think. Like that exquisite black and white cinematography, possibly still De Niro's best performance, one of Pesci's most underrated performances. Totally. Terrific um, editing. Terrific editing, terrific cinematography, just everything about that movie sings. Um, but Casablanca, man, Casablanca, it's still like one of the best 
love stories I ever put on film. It's so funny. It works great as like a noir, as like a period piece. There's so much going for it. It's it's really tight. I really like them both. But Casablanca, not only is it the one that's more rewatchable to me, but it's the one that I think I overall hold in slightly higher esteem. Sure. I, I like Raging Bull. Um, I, I don't think it's like top tier Scorsese. I think it's like it's like really top middle, if that makes it's sense. Five or, it's five or six for me, I think. It's, it's like in the top ten, but it's like in that nine to ten, maybe. Um, okay. But Casablanca is the greatest. You're a big Kundin sp- fan, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know me. You're a big New York, New York fan, right? I do um, <laughs> that movie is okay. cocaine the movie, the musical that movie that that movie is fucking bonkers um oh yeah no it's if you've never seen new york new york people watch new york new york it's fun and watch it's it now fun. before todd phillips remakes it with joker 2 exactly a little bit there yeah you did you yeah i can't the, wait for the new york new york kundan style joker movie that he's gonna yeah. do. <laughs> I, I i love their like don't worry it's more like a star is born than a full-on musical did you see the rumor that glenn close might play uh, lady gaga's mother in the movie yeah. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's some that's some funny shit. You know what I mean? The movie, the movie uh, is just trolling everyone. And I, as I, much as I don't care about this movie, I kind of appreciate the like, we're doing whatever we want. What if she like? I'm serious. Like, if she won the Oscar for Joker too, kind of be hilarious. That that would be would, that would be some pure anarchy that I can appreciate. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it would be so. it would be kind of funny for that to be what Glenn, it would just make the Glenn Close fans so upset. I just want to see. I have anything against them. I just want to see Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix do press together because they just feel like the solar opposites of people. So, um, but Casablanca is the greatest uh, script ever written, uh, and in my opinion, and so I think that and that you're right, uh, Miles. Like that love story. Also, um, you must remember this is the greatest song ever put in a uh, in a movie. Um, just just every time so many lines and it's a movie i watch every year on the day of the oscars because i think it's it's that perfect and it's actually like it's really funny and it's very romantic but it's also very uh sinister and it's uh and and everything too so like if you go and you listen to a lot of that early dialogue in the film you're like damn these are like terrible people um but it's all done in that that old school charm so yeah it is it is very well written Shocked, yeah. shocked to find gambling in the system. Um, <laughs> here, you're winning, I, sir. Yeah. Oh, thank you're you. Winning, yeah, uh, no, it's, it's gonna be a sweep here, and nothing against Raging Bull. Like I said, it's probably yeah. like number five or so for Scorsese for me, but yeah, there's again, if you're gonna if you're gonna try to talk about like a classic film that holds up as the epitome of cinema, it is it is very hard not to put this one um, high up there, um, even mm. though the next list is gonna have what I think kind of is people's thought of. Of that, I would argue Casablanca might be the better one just because it's a little more accessible. Because mm-hmm. number two versus number one is The Godfather or Citizen Kane. And Citizen oh. Kane is the one that I think you hear so much pushback about of like, oh, I don't want to watch that. It's long and boring. And like, I would argue it's not necessarily. But you could you get so much of the same stuff out of Casablanca while having a better time. But, Miles, Godfather or Citizen Kane? I mean, listen, these are two movies along with Casablanca and a couple of these other ones we've talked about that are like, they consistently come up as on the lists of the best movies of all time for a reason. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
Citizen Kane is such a pioneer of film technique and direction, acting, writing, editing. Like there's autourism, so in fact, autourism, very much so. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 a defining film in every conceivable way. And except. I except. Well, actually, no, except because I think right. I would push back against the uh, the concept that it's like a boring watch or anything like that. I think it's an incredibly entertaining film, and I think it's sure. it holds up remarkably well for when it was made, and in very much the same way that like a Casablanca does. Um, you know, it's you know you kind of you almost feel bad for Orson Welles because he peaked so much with that film and never did anything else in cinema that came close. Um, I don't know, those 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 commercials at the end were pretty good. I mean, yeah, and you know, <laughs> who doesn't love his voice work in Transformers the movie, but yeah. mm. um but The Godfather, man, that is one of the movies that like cuz you know, there are movies that make you fall in love with movies, but then there are movies that make you fall in love with cinema. And I know that yes. might be the most pretentious thing that anyone's ever said. But no, you said it. You we got it down here on the hundred. I, yeah. I came damn close. I did do the little Italian, like <laughs> the Inglorious Bastards gesture. Cinema, cinema. Um, but I, I love The Godfather so <laughs> Antonio much. Margarete. I, I love everything about The Godfather. Every performance is amazing. Every scene is exquisite. It's so well done. It's such an epic story. I do lean. You know, there's a lot of back and forth on whether that or the second one is better. I think the second one has some really high highs, and I think they're both masterpieces. But the first one is the one I come back to again and again. So it's sure. very, very close. And I do think Citizen Kane, you know, if somebody tells me that's the best movie ever made, I'm not going to, like, fight them over it. But if you ask me my personal preference, I am going to go with The Godfather. Sure. Ryan? I think Citizen Kane is... But everything that Miles said, and then some. I mean, it is it's so important. I mean, when you go to, if you, I don't know if either one of you have been to the Academy Museum. I have, I but work. when you walk, I mean, Joey, when you walk in on the second level, the <clears> first <throat> thing you see is Citizen Kane. Yeah, you know, that's it is it is it is that important too, which is also weird. I don't remember a lot of Godfather stuff in there. Weird enough. No, I remember the Joy uh, Shark. I remember accepting my yeah. Oscar. Yes. Um, for I being happy because, well, reasons. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's dark in a hurry. Yeah, I was like, okay, moving on. Um, but and I and I and I I really do admire the film a lot. But the Godfather is the greatest film of all time. And I think it's because of the fact that it's in the greatest era of cinema, in my opinion, of all time in the 1970s. And I think that what's so fascinating about that movie, it is the the quintessential. I mean, both of these are the quintessential American, um, the American story. But for me, The Godfather is just I I just saw it about a month. Refuse. Yes. I mean, two months ago, I, I saw it on the big screen for the first time in my life. And there was somebody in the row in front of me who hadn't seen it. And it was shocking to her. She was laughing. And it's just like that movie is so important that we got a crappy Miles Teller show out of it. And I just think that. But a good awards radar interview. <laughs> yes. Very good interview. But uh, I think that. You know, say what you want about, you know, how hard it is. It shows how hard it is to make a movie because Coppola sure. had to fight so much and everything for that. And it, the mob, and it apparently. 
and exactly and made the greatest movie of all time so and pacino in that movie it's a rising star performance you know you that cast uh jimmy Kahn, the late great jimmy Kahn. you know you have robert duvall and then of course brando just i mean it's it's a fantastic film yeah um no they're both great i i maybe get a little less out of the godfather than most for no good reason um citizen kane i again like i said before I, I may find like Casablanca a little more enjoyable, but it's it's still a uh, impossible not to watch and be like, oh shit! Like cinema is being invented in a big way. So I I will I will go Citizen Kane just for the uh, for the mix of it. But these are you know pretty solid one twos, if not like my personal one two. But you cannot have a a poor opinion about that. Um, so thank you. Also too, I I, I also too I think. If anybody has these, like Citizen Kane or The Godfather, like me, as their number one film of all time, the the rudest thing people do now is like, oh, that's so unoriginal. No, it, it's most people's because it's that damn good. Yeah, so, same same. Like, listen, Shawshank's my number one for the longest time was an IMDb's like top ranked film. Like, people, I still think it, it's people, like really close. If not, it is still yeah. right. People go. People gravitate to things for reasons, and if you gravitate to something more uh, esoteric or that less people do that's that's cool too like there's nothing listen my my top four top my top five of all time are a mix of listen i have shawshank and pulp fiction which are undeniably popular movies i also have chasing amy and the fountain two uh, less popular movies let's yeah. say so like it's fine um ryan also asked us in the nearly 100 years of academy award history what is your single all-time favorite oscar win Oh, geez. Now, what I'll do is I will come back to this at the end so you can think about this one. Yeah. Come back because to that. Because it is one there's, that, there's that so needs many. a... Because I have a couple off the top of my head, but I do kind of want to think about it and see if like I'm maybe missing an obvious one that's that's particularly good. Um, mm. But there, I think to some degree, your first instinct is going to be right here. Um mm. Manning Franks asked us, what are your top 100 famous films? Just kidding. I'm not cruel. Instead, <laughs> also, thank you. Even though I have my list ready, and Miles probably has. We actually probably do have our lists, but we don't need to just read 300 films. Uh, instead, I want to get to know y'all as film fans. What is your earliest memory associated with film and your favorite fil- film viewing memory? Mm. Um, so I believe the first movie that I went to see in a theater was Little Mermaid. Which would have made me three, I think. I remember seeing uh, the Lion King. It was the Lion King for me as well. So here's yeah. here's a, a funny quick story: is um, the first movie that I loved that was in a theater was definitely the Lion King, because mm-hmm. I, I th- remember seeing it four different times in theaters. The fourth yeah. of which I was actually there to see the Page Master with some friends. But I was I've like seen that too. four mm-hmm. or five or something. And there's the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde scene that I, I just thought was way too intense and scary as a kid. I just couldn't handle it. So I think I had a parent who like took me out of it. And we just went into the Lion King in the next theater, which had just started. So you're Little fine with, you know. with, with Mufasa's murder, though? Yeah. For some, I mean, it's sad, <laughs> but it's not scary in the same way. The other one was like... Or the oh, hyenas? 
Like the hyena. I, mean, I never found the hyena one. scary because two out of three of them are like goofy as fuck. Yeah, that's true. But like the whole be prepared kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of spooky. So, you know, you I think that's that spookier as an adult when I recognize the Nazi imagery in it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, as, right? as a kid, I'm like, oh, this is a cool villain doing a cool villain song. Yeah. Have you come back to the page master? Oh, yeah. I do like the page master now. I just. Okay. So you, at, you at the time, I was a huge wimp, like for scary stuff, which is ironic yeah. considering how much I love horror now. But uh, I was hoping that if I went. I was just yeah. hoping if I went, the name is Mr. Hyde, you would, you know, piss yourself. One, I didn't realize until he years later that that was uh, Leonard Nimoy, which is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is a nice one. Um, so so we have our early memories, right? I, at home, my big one was uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. That's a good one. That was, which I, I my, my parents would make fun of it early on as being like, oh, he watches it because of Jessica Rabbit. I'm like, I, get, I mean, I watched it for more than one reason, but. That probably was a an early like, oh, girls are nice, especially yeah. when they are improbably shaped, I suppose. Um, favorite film viewing memory. Um, I have a couple. One, actually, I, I thought of just yesterday because um, Grindhouse has been on recently in mm. individual oh, films. But man. seeing Grindhouse as a double feature with the trailers in between does does feel like a an all-timer um that's one of them grindhouse is such an experience i tell you what that's probably the only film in my life that i've seen twice in theaters on the same day i saw it with my brother like in in a matinee showing and i loved it so much i was like dad you grew up around this era you've actually seen some of these grindhouse films you got to check this out and we went that same night was he into it he was very into it yeah which is nice. funny because he's not um, normally into that kind of thing, but he loved it. Nice. Um, that's one of them for sure. Not the film itself, but the beginning is uh, Force Awakens. Not the film, but sitting in the theater and having the, the music cue and see, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away to see Star Wars come up on screen to know it's a new one you haven't seen before. Mm. I, I never had that with the prequels. And like I was a, probably a bigger Star Wars fan then, but it felt cool in the same way that like, um, seeing you know a Bond film in the theater for the first time, sure, certain things like that I, I get into. I'm just like, oh, this is a this is a part of like film history. Maybe not this particular thing, but watching a James Bond film, it's a thing like my dad did as a kid. You know, like that that kind of aspect. Other really good ones. I remember opening night for Knocked Up being maybe the hardest I've ever heard like a theater laugh. Mm. And again, like the movie is good. But just there's something about like, oh, my God, I don't know that I can hear things because it's going so well. Um, those kind of things do ring very, very true to me. Um, trying to think if there's any other ones like that. You know, there's obviously ones of like going with a person. But in terms of like memories that that fit the question better, I think those those kind of things I think are there. I'll, I'll- I will say, though, my grandfather used to like going to see Austin Powers movies with us and making us count how many times he said the word baby. <laughs> and it was always in the 40s. Miles? That's fair. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you one that I have um, that was like a very cherished uh, memory for me. It was uh, opening night of The Dark Knight. And, oh, that was uh, a good one. That was a really good one because it was one of, I think it was an early case of me like, 
just devouring everything there was to know about a movie ahead of time because like Batman Begins had gone so well. And then of course Heath Ledger's passing, there's a sort of mystique about it. And, you know, they kept a lot of the plot details very close to the chest and, you know, and then the early reviews came out and they were really glowing and it was like, Oh, this could be something special. And then like, I got a whole group of friends together. It was actually significant because, um, uh, I saw it shortly after I graduated high school, but before I went to film school. So it was uh, mm. a, a perfect like sort of in between. And I went to film school in Chicago. So I start. So once I got there, I started going around and looking for all the filming locations, which was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, there's just something about that. And we got like these perfect seats. It was like I- I've never I haven't seen another theater like that in a very long time, but they had like balcony seats um, and we were like front row of the balcony. So we couldn't have had a better spot and just the crowd was so into it. There was just this electric energy in the air. And then it ends and Heath Ledger's name comes up in the credits and just raucous applause and cheering. And is it, it was a really magical moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's, I have that. Yeah, go ahead. I have two. So as a kid going to see, and I'm sorry, Joey, I know you're not a fan of these Lord of the Rings. Oh, hell yeah. And seeing, I mean, I saw each Lord of the Rings film three times in theaters, each one of them. And I just remember, you know, they were coming out back to back to back. And after Fellowship, I loved Fellowship so much. I read them the books. Barely, I, You can barely understand them as a kid, but like I tried as much as I could. And I think the anticipation of a trailer, because trailers weren't online yet. Or if they were online, it was like very low quality. So you had to go to theaters and you had to see the trailers and you never knew what trailers were going to play in front of of things. So it was the thing of like seeing the Lord of the Rings trailers on the big screen were like as big as seeing the films too. Mm-hmm. And those movies are, are, are so important um, for so many people of our generation. And I just love those. Um, but I think one of the the best experiences I ever had, and I just recently remembered it because you know you see some we see so many movies in theaters. Um, was uh, my mom took me uh, when I was in high school. The local orchestra was playing a live, um, the live score, John Williams score, alongside Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh. And it, it was just, I mean, I, I, the tickets were literally right in the center down there near the orchestra pit. And you could just hear that beautiful music by John Williams and just see this, the, the best action movie ever made just unfold. It's in, oh, it was just the best. And I'll never forget that. Nice. Real quick, piggybacking <clears throat> off of that, because I've had two very different experiences of um, seeing a film <laughs> with the live score. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them was um, I saw a, a version of the uh, the original Phantom of the Opera with like a live organist, which was pretty cool. Not that the Gerard been... Butler one? No, I hate that one. Um, <laughs> but, but the original, like seeing it kind of like as you would have seen it back in the day um, yeah, yeah. was pretty special. And then more recently, uh, this was pretty cool. I got to see a screening of Deep Red uh, with Goblin live to do their score for it as it went along. I've only ever done a live score one once, and it was uh, for Power of the Dog last year. Or I guess this year even. And it was interesting. Nothing like 
worth shattering, though. I wanted to be in that room. That would have been great. That was it was. Um, one other question, more of a comment. Uh, Lady Mulray says, "Not a question, but a big thank you for a fantastic podcast. One of the best. You do an amazing job." Week after week, combining current film releases with film history and superb games. Stay tuned for that. Uh, hugely entertaining. It's a true gem for cinephiles, and all credit goes to the hosts. Thanks, and congrats on this milestone. They didn't say thanks. I'm saying thanks. Um, we responded to, to the comment already. But yeah, we uh, appreciate that for sure. Um, random question before we get into some of the games, because we are promised some games. Um, do you have like a super random movie that you were maybe inexplicably excited for that then completely was whatever, you know, cause normally we're excited for things that are good. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm like two examples I'll give you, I'll give you two examples that might, that right. might help. Um, on the higher end of the spectrum. Uh, I remember the person I was dating at the time, uh, Jess, she and I were very excited for Prometheus. Um, oh. I've told this story before, but like she, at one point I was showing her a trailer. She's like, don't show me any more trailers. I want to see this movie. You've sold me. We went to like, um, I think I saw Safety Not Guaranteed that day beforehand. Like, we made, like, a whole day of it. Watched Prometheus and IMAX, like, and I still recall, like, between leaving the movie and I was like, I think that was all right. That was pretty good. Going to look for food, sitting down the food, eating food. By the time I ended the dinner, I was like, they fucking got lost in a circle. This movie sucks. Like, <laughs> I just got mad at it as it kept going on. Um, the other one that um, also with her um, was... Uh, I got to remember its actual title, but Space Jail. Is it Lockout? Lockout, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was the one where everyone's like, holy shit, Space Jail? I want to see Space Jail. And then you watch and you're like, this is thoroughly average. All right, never mind. Um, any of them like that. I just wanted to reference Space Jail because what a great <laughs> title. It should have just been called Space Jail. The cinematic masterpiece, Space Jail. Um, I, I've got two like that that I can think of. Um Probably the most excited I've ever been for a movie ahead of its release, um, piggybacking off of my previous story, would be The Dark Knight Rises. And I don't hate that movie. I think it has a lot of redeeming qualities. I think it has a lot of messy qualities. I probably, on balance, still like it a little bit more than Batman Begins, but it's it's not a patch on The Dark Knight. It's... And I think... It's it's that gradual come down, kind of like what you were talking about, Prometheus, where like you're so excited for it going in that like it's sort of it only gradually dawns on you that it's not as good as you were hoping it was going to be. And it's like, oh, you yeah, know, I I think I even called it like uh, his masterpiece, Leaving Dark Knight Rises. It was like probably not until I saw it again that I was like, no, there's stuff here that's not as good as, as last time. Yeah. Yeah, and so that was you know I I still go back to it and I still enjoy it and I think Bane is such a delightful character. Um, yeah, Bane's a great villain. But um, but yeah, it, it didn't quite it, it didn't quite do what I was hoping. Um, right. and then the other more recent example, and this is this is a bigger like anticipation versus reality. Uh, was the first Suicide Squad. I was so fucking pumped for that movie based on the trailers and the idea of a supervillain, you know, team up, you know, action movie like, oh, like everything about it looked great. And I, those did, I didn't even first reviews that said it was great. And it's like, OK, you know what? No, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to I'm still going to check it out. I didn't even hate Jared Leto back then. I was so young and naive. Yeah. Whoa. Um, yeah, I know. Imagine. Um, I'm not going to kill right. you. It's going to hurt you really bad. Uh, uh, that could have been on the poster. Um, That's the pull quote. And then that was one that there was no, like, 
there was no like grief period or acceptance period or anything like that. That was probably didn't make it 10 minutes in before I was like, oh, this is bad. 20 minutes. Oh, this is really bad. Halfway through. This is fucking garbage. And, Mm. you know, one of the first ever episodes of my very short lived YouTube series, Cinemiles, was me and a couple of friends. I love that title, Miles. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'll have to come back to it one day. Yeah, you um, gotta. But um, is me and a, a couple friends who are all very excited to see it just sitting in the car like basically like in fetal position like sobbing over what a fucking travesty it was and uh that would do it that's mm. one that always stuck with me is just probably the biggest disappointment all right ryan oh uh, you know there's a lot of and there's some oh, fuck that guy he would have to have been like in good graces to begin with when did you stop when did you not like him first it was. I think it was. Uh, it really was Avatar, and then it was. I was about it, to say because you probably liked like Terminator and True Lies and stuff. I, right? You know, I, and that's the thing is over at In Session Film this year, I've gone back and I've watched some of his films on that, and I and I like the films. I I hate the. I've come to the conclusion I hate the man, in not most of his films, but I do think he's a guy that his films are either very very good or I just don't. I just don't gel with them at all. Yeah, and so. Um, so you're Catherine Bigelow, essentially. Basically, and uh, I, I, or Linda I, Hamilton, I, or any of his other or, wives, or like the other seven wives, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I know exactly how Miles feels, and it's not yeah. for a sequel or anything like that. It's for a follow up movie because I think sometimes a movie hits us, right? Second best from a director, Madrigal Hotel. Yeah, no. I, Drive was such a good movie in 2011. Oh, oh I know where this. I I have the exact and him come and Winding Refn coming back with Gosling. I was like, you're in college, and I'm like, like this is gonna be the best goddamn thing ever. Yeah, and only God forgives. I swear to God, by the end of that movie, I, I we all went in college together, and it's usually me and my friends. We have some different opinions and different tastes. I totally agree with him. That movie is a giant piece of shit. And I, 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 I just because I liked it the first time. I just oh, I I couldn't. I couldn't. And it's one of those where you're just like 30 minutes. You know how it is? You're 30 minutes in and you're just like, this isn't gonna get better. You yeah. just yeah. know it. And it's not gonna happen. Not, and or or I would argue even worse is it's not that the movie's not good, it's just not working for you. So you're 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 kind of stuck. Like that was honestly Roma for me. Like mm. very quickly in going, this movie's impeccably made. It's beautiful to look at. I just I don't care what's going on. And that's see I don't know I don't fault. see I don't know who who fucking only God forgives is made for. I don't know and that. Yeah, no. You know, I mean it's made for him. T- but like the other you know. the other one I would say is is um, I was so looking forward to Brave, mm-hmm. and Brave went. No, not Braveheart. Brave, the Pixar film. No, you're a big Mel Gibson fan. We know it. No, uh, you're not going to try to trap me tonight. <laughs> and um, I just remembered, like the I thought the trailer looked really cool, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be like the this you know uh, sort of Celtic like quest sure, sure, movie, sure. you know. And that's what it built it. And then it's like this movie about these three bears, and you're like, what the fuck. So it's, it's a right, it's a right turn. I'll tell you that it is is bullshit, is what it is. It's still it's still Pixar's worst film too. 
So hmm. I, I don't. I think Brave is fine, but I also didn't have Brave's big expectations fine. for it. I'll tell I you had this, though, I had huge ones. I'll tell mm-hmm. you this though: only God forgives. Like, I I think I did do a list of like the ten worst movies I've ever seen, and it was definitely it on there. there. It yeah. was painful to sit through. Just because so you're like, tedious. where's the precision? Where no. is everything you it, just did? I'm not asking you to do Drive Two, but it's like. Where where did it all go? It did make well, me stop and is... sort of look back and like, did I like Drive it, as much as I thought? Is I Drive did? good? Maybe I need yeah. to go back it to is. it. Maybe it's not. And it is. It is. And it it's is great. great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But only God forgives yeah. is fucking awful. Bad. Well, you know what it is, um, and I've come to realize this is Drive is the outlier for Refn. Like, only God forgives and Neon Demon. And Valhalla was it Valhalla Rising or maybe yeah. Valhalla? I forget. And, I don't know. Bronson's real good. Bronson's sure. good. I, I, I like the Pusher I even trilogy. Put Bronson into the same, mm-hmm. I put them all into the same thing of like they're they're not accessible. They're not meant to be accessible. He's doing what pleases him. Drive is almost this accident of like you stumbled on like what if Hollywood movies were cool? Yeah. Um, partly it's a book, and like he didn't write it. Like he basically took a very like meat and potatoes like would be a solid like dad movie and made it cool because like Hussein Amini wrote it um I read the book the book was fair um so you know if this was made by I guess we with the 100th episode we might as well do an Antoine Fuqua reference right um if Antoine (laughs) Fuqua had made Drive with Denzel Washington let's say it would have been like the equalizer right it would have been good and fine and made a couple bucks and then that would uh, sort of be it and and it wouldn't have the same amount of personality so I think it was kind of like just the luck of the draw there. Um, do you have a, an opposite? Do you have a movie you had no expectations or thought you would hate that turned out to be amazing? Yeah. And then we'll do games. I, I didn't, I did not like the trailer for blind spotting. Mm-hmm. And then, and I just thought, Oh, this looks so bad. And then I walked into that movie and I just was, I was bawling by the end and I was angry. And that's like the most recent one. I guess you could say, and I remember as a kid, uh, my dad, my dad tells this story all the time, is that um, I was, you know, kids don't want to see black and white movies, right? Yeah. And, um, but I was a big Beatles fan and I loved their music. And there was a screening of Hard Day's Night in, mm. in 35 at the local theater. And he really wanted to see it because it was a very limited run. And I was like, oh, I ain't gonna fucking see it. And he said, if, you don't like it in the first five minutes, then we'll leave. Sure. And that movie just blew me away. And it's so funny and it still holds up. And uh, I believe it's got a 4k restoration now on criterion or it's about to, or something like that. Um, but it's, it's, it's one of those where you're just like, okay, idiot, like get it. You know what I mean? Like get, yeah, yeah. get your, get your preconceived notions out of the way and, and just enjoy this thing. And that, so Weirdly, two ends of the different spectrum, but yeah, like I think that those are also the pleasant surprises, and it makes you kind of like us now as critics, to where like anything could be a great movie. Yeah, I think that's more what I'm thinking of when I when I talk about mine because I don't know that I have a. I think this looks awful. I don't want to see it. Turns out to love it, but it's more the like I have zero expectations. I assume this will be whatever, and then I love it. Uh, Miles, go tell me tell me yours real quick. Uh, so I just thought of one, and it's kind of a one-two punch, because um, mm, for the for the longest time, I thought I didn't like Wes Anderson, 
because I had mm. only seen. No, no the, that's me. No, that's you. Because I had only seen The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, and I didn't like it at all. And so it was just like, oh, if all... And then I saw, like, a poster for the Royal Tenenbaums, and I see Ben Stiller with his kids in matching tracksuits, and I'm like, okay, this guy's stuff is is clearly just not for me. Um, But then I saw Moonrise Kingdom, a film I had never had any interest or anticipation in seeing. I saw, like, one or two trailers, and was like, okay, it's a good cast, but it looks like more of the same. But then I was kind of hoping you said you saw the Darjeeling Limited. I was like, so you confirmed your opinion. No, I still haven't seen that one, actually. Um, But, um, well, according to who? It's my least Um, favorite. It's my least favorite, but I do like Wes Anderson. But uh, but so, yeah, I was not planning on watching Moonrise Kingdom, but the reviews were so good. And I did like the cast is like, okay, I'll give it a shot, I guess. And I was blown away by how much I liked it. And then shortly afterwards, I saw the Grand Budapest Hotel, which I think is a masterpiece and still his best film. And then I was like, oh, maybe I do like Wes Anderson. So I went back and I saw Mm -hmm. Royal Tenenbaums and Rushmore and Fantastic Mr. Fox. And it's like, oh, no, I I do really like him. I think Steve Zissou, if anything, was the outlier. So and maybe I'll I'll go back to that. You know, should go back to that one. That movie's funny as hell. Yeah, I, I like I mean, parts I'm, of it. I think Willem Dafoe is hysterical oh my God. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, think, yeah, yeah. And then I rewatched no. uh, French Dispatch actually just earlier this week, and that one's I think still totally holds up. It's so, so good. It holds up every time. It gets better every yeah. time. Yeah. So yeah, that's it was um, it was interesting that because it wasn't just a surprise of a movie, but it's like a one two punch that completely turned me around on a filmmaker as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, I end up with with closer to these things when it's something i just haven't thought about going in you know like vengeance this year or um in in previous year like waves i didn't expect to like waves as much as i did not that i thought i wasn't gonna like it but i had no reason to assume i would fall in love with it um i would say another one like that might be um spontaneous because that 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 should just be like a throwaway like teen movie so things like that sometimes will get me in that way. Um, let's uh, let's move to some games. Um, so let's do uh, our our least played game, the cinephile game. Okay. So uh, the way we've played this, because we don't actually play the card game the, the same way, is uh, we give you a, an actor, and you we go through until you can't name a film of theirs that they are acting in, and then you're out, and then eventually we're down to one person. So. Um, I picked a, a person that I like a lot. I picked a person that Miles likes a lot. And then Ryan didn't come up with one, so I just assigned him. Yes. Also, I wanted an actress, so you got an actress. That's fine. Um, we'll do Miles' first, because um, everyone's okay with this one. We're going to do Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. Oh. You do know me. Yes. Oh, my God. So, what a goat. Oh. We'll, uh, we'll do the same order we always do, Miles, Ryan, me. Um, and... Uh, Miles, feel free to start us off. Uh, well, I'll start the only place I can with my favorite film of all time, Synecdoche, New York. Oh, ma- I had a- masterpiece. So, by the way, um, I don't remember exactly how we did it. I don't think this applies to him, but I'm just going to say it for all intents and purposes. Um, voice work will count. Okay. So as long as they're in a movie where they speak or appear, they count. Mm-hmm. But I assume we're not counting, for example, and I don't know that he has an example of this, but like if they've directed something that they don't appear in. If they direct it, they have to appear in some way. Yeah. Okay. They got a star. I mean, he was in the one I'm thinking of, yes, but yes, just yes, 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 as a hypothetical. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, but if, uh, if I, for example, 
I think the we're not doing uh, Hitchcock, but Hitchcock would be a weird one because like he's not in them, but like his shadows in them. Yeah. So like yeah. that wouldn't count. But you know, uh, Aronofsky Requiem for a Dream counts, being one of the like ass to ass guys at the end. Okay. <laughs> like Marty and Taxi Probably Driver. Right. Well, right. Totally. Exactly. Oh, but that, that's a that's a full yeah. on like. Well, that one we would just movie. be doing the director, but yeah, 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 yeah exactly. you know what I mean. But yeah. All right, Ryan. Yeah, uh, the master. Yeah, the great master. performance. He is in the master. You're right. He should have won. The, he uh, should have won his second Oscar for that. It's ridiculous. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Moneyball. God, he's so it's good in that. It's like one of those. It's like one of those where it's just mm, so good. Uh, going back to the directing thing, Jack goes boating. Good movie. Okay, movie. Good movie. Um, Capote. Happiness. Before the devil knows you're dead. Along came Polly. Almost famous. Twister. Boogie Nights. Magnolia. Punch Drunk Love. Fuck all we all. Um, Charlie Wilson's War. Part Eight. Ah, That's where my mind went. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um... uh, the Hunger Games Catching Fire. The Hunger Games Mocking Jay Part 2. Yeah, I'll go Part 1. Almost Famous. He already said it. That was Joey already said it. Oh, I didn't yeah. hear it. God damn it. You're out on your own one. I didn't hear you say it. It's part of the game. All right, Ryan. Oh, God. Now, hold on. Can I get a mulligan on that? I can't do that on Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, I will give you... A, you, you get one. I'll, I'll. That's the only one I'll ask for. Yeah. Uh, I meant throughout the game. You're out... No, I, I know. For all, all yeah. the rounds, that's the only one I'm going to ask for. Uh, God's Pocket. Ah, that was the one I was going to go next. I like God's Pocket. Mm. It's a mess, but I like it. The Ides of March. Ooh, 25th Hour. Cold Mountain. Oh, I forgot he was in uh, but Pirate Radio. Mm, that's a good one. Do I get to do it if I go to the boat or rocked? <laughs> no, it's the no, same movie. It's the same movie. I know. Um, the Invention of Lying. Bad movie. It's cameo in that. Bad. Yeah, I mean, should, no, you know what? No, not a bad. bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not nearly as good as it should be. That movie should be great. That mm. premise is perfect for a movie. Good premise, bad movie. Uh, Red Dragon. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. a, his reaction. God. Um, doubt. That was what I was planning on. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. Mission Possible 3? Damn it. That's, there you go. I was going to have that in the chamber. Yeah. Uh, Patch Adams. Mm. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah. asshole in Patch Adams. Um, well, on that note, uh, Scent of a Woman. <laughs> oh. Uh, what is it, what they call him in that movie? I forgot his character's name, but doesn't Pacino yell at him at one point? Yeah, he's he's one of the people he yells at, like, uh, yeah, at the on end. The stage. Like, yeah. What are they gonna do? And what are they gonna do to the, the fucking Warren? Yeah. Whatever his name yeah. is. He, nothing gonna do to him, and they're gonna, they ain't gonna do nothing to George. Charlie. You know what I mean? They ain't gonna yeah. do nothing but to Charlie. But Charlie. You know? <laughs> I do, I do, I do kind of like that movie. Mm. Uh, he is in a movie that probably six people have seen, 
but I, as a John Cusack fan, enjoy uh, Money for Nothing. Mm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, this is this is where him not being big early on, but you liking certain people's things comes into play. Uh, has anyone said the Big Lebowski? You just did. Yeah, you just did. He's like talk about a minor role that he's just able to like make larger than life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. That's a good one. Oh, I was hoping you hadn't said that. Um, State in Maine. Yeah. Mm. A movie we never need to reference again. Uh, on that same note, flawless. Ooh. Twister. Nope, I did say that. Oh one. fuck! You said that one. All right, that's fine. I did pretty good. Um. You did fall. Uh, Mary and Max, the animated film. Oh, that's a good one. A real downer. Oh, damn. Why, uh, yeah. Uh, Love, Liza. I don't even know if I know that one. It's a, it's a very indie one. He did. Yeah. yeah. Um, was, what the hell was it called? Yes, it is. Um, a Most Wanted Man. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that, is, that was the one one thought was going to be an Oscar movie, yes. right? And then wasn't. Well, everyone thought it would be like, you know, his final play. Like a posthumous yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Savages. Yes. We didn't say that yet? No. In- inexplicably, no. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Owning Mahoney. Oh, yeah? Where he is Mahoney. Just the role. Uh, I don't know that I have another one. Oh, oh, um, uh, late quartet. Yes. Fuck. What is he in? What is he in? I can do this. I can do this. Oh, when a man loves a woman. That is correct. Oh, I don't know that one. You never seen it? I don't think I've even heard of it. Never seen Andy Garcia and Meg Ryan, Ellen Burstyn. I mean, I've seen them all in other things, but they're all together. Oh. Well, it's a, it's and a, when a man loves a woman. That's a. Is she the drunk in that one? Yes, she's the the alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking of what's the is Michael Keaton clean and sober. I think right? that's the Michael I Keaton so. drinking one. I think so. I always mix those two up if I'm not thinking of the two of them. All right. Well, Miles, I don't know that I have another one. So, do you have another one? I I don't know if this one's been said. I don't think it has, but maybe I missed it. Twenty uh, fifth hour. Yes, somebody said. I said it. I win. Okay. Woo! All right, now that I won round one, I'm pulling up the list to see what we missed. Um, okay, so things we never would have got, like triple bogey on a par five hole. Um, I think Scent of a Woman is probably the first thing that we would have known. Oh, my boyfriend's back. He's in yeah. that movie. Mm. Um, he's in Nobody's Fool, Paul Newman movie. Uh, other thing, There's a movie called Montana. Don't know that one. Oh, yeah, I know that uh, one. That's with uh, Stanley Tucci. Oh, okay. And there's a documentary called The Party's Over. Oh, he has a cameo in Strangers with Candy. Oh, I thought there was another cameo like that. Well, kind of like his Invention of Lying can- cameo, but I couldn't yeah. place it. I couldn't think of another one either. Uh, all right, cool. So I got one point. Should we do mine? Or should we do... Um, the one that I assigned to, to Ryan. Maybe we save mine for the last. Yeah, let's do Ryan's. All right, uh, Ryan, I gave you Jennifer Lawrence. All right. Did we not do I Jennifer Lawrence says, on this? Have we? 
Because it was like a smaller filmography. Do you want to do someone else? I, I'm almost positive we did her already. We can we can do someone else. Um, let's do. Let's do Jennifer. A little. It, let's do uh, uh, Tom Cruise's leading lady in uh, in Top Gun Maverick. Jennifer Connelly. Let's do Jennifer Connelly. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Because I don't know all of her filmography, but I know some. I mean, I was just thinking the only reason I thought of Jennifer Lawrence is like there's probably less movies than you realize. Yeah. So I like when we get down to like who remembers she was in The Beaver and like crazy I know she was in like The that. Beaver. Well, I know she was in Like Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do. Uh, all right. Miles, start us off on Connolly. Uh, still one of my favorites of hers, A Beautiful Mind. Oh. She's good, but the, I don't. I don't think that movie ages well. Uh, Rec Room for a Dream. Yeah, uh, Waking the Dead. Underrated movie. Ang Lee's Hulk. Oh god. Well, I mean, I might as well just say it. A Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. 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 Sure. You yeah. said yeah. uh, Little Children. Oh, she's Labyrinth. Good mm. Labyrinth. Noah. Kind of like Noah. Um, it's weird. It's the, wild. the movie that got her Top Gun Maverick. Only the Brave, the the fireman movie. Mm. Oh sure. Uh, Phenomena. Blood Diamond. Mm. I'm gonna burn this one a little early. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming. She's oh, she's the voice in that. That's right. Yeah, she she Spider-Man. takes over for her, her husband. So she takes over for her husband. What a cool like thing. Hmm. Alita Battle Angel. God damn it. Now they're all going to come looking for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, like that tag. Don't tag it at all. <laughs> it's screwed. I'll just tag you in it. Oh, uh, go ahead. Um, trying to think. Blood Diamond. Someone already said Didn't? I'm gonna, I think I'm, you already said Did I say that? <laughs> Yep. Sorry, it's late. See the jelly. I'm gonna, gonna, use, I'm gonna use my mulligan. House right. of, I'm in a great position. House I got, of, I got a house, of, house of sand and fog. Uh, I had that one ready. Yeah, I, I was kind of. I thought someone had said it. It was just like we all must have thought it. It's like, oh, that'll be our third or fourth one. It would been great if you got your mulligan and then went out immediately. I know, right? Um, I'm gonna use one that probably only I have seen, but actually fits that list we were talking about before. Of like, had no expectations, but loved it. Stuck in love. Okay. It's her and Greg Kinnear. It's like a really delightful romantic comedy. Uh, Josh Boone is what got him the fault in our stars and then um, New Mutants. New Mutants, more like the old mutants because it got delayed so many times. Am I right? Am I right? <sighs> That's what you get, Miles. That was, that was, <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, it's not my best work. Um, I'm going to do one. Are you, that... are you going with New Mutants as your pick? No, because she's not in it. Um I am going to go with one that I only know about because I did that article ranking all of Pierce Brosnan's films, Salvation Boulevard. Good Lord. Sure, that's a movie. Dark City. Ah, that's a good one. Dark Water. Damn it. Uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Uh... He's just not that into you. She's part of that film. She plays like Bradley Cooper's wife. Hmm. I, have, I gotta stop burning ones that only I've seen. 
Uh, nine, the animated. Yes, yeah. I'm really going for the voice work. Yeah, that works. Uh, Pollock, Reservation Road. Ah, that was one of my chamber. Yeah. Um, creation. Oh yeah, damn it, damn you. Not a good movie, but no, I like that movie. It. It's so whatever. That's good. The Rocketeer. Yep. Solid. Solid pick. American Pastoral. Another one I had in my chamber. That's a, but that, is a that is a bad movie. There's no denying that. Um, higher Learning. Did someone say that already? I don't think so, but okay. I don't know. Okay. Oh, oh. Um, what's it fucking called? Um, 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 Inkheart. The del- know, nobody remembers right, with good funny. reason. It is funny that, yeah. Like, when you say the title, I'm like, oh, yeah, she is in that. But it just sounds like you made it up. Nah, it's one of Brendan Fraser's last sort of films of that era. Yeah. Virginia. Right. It's the Dustin Lance yeah, Black. Yeah, Dustin film. Lance Black. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with <laughs> Shelter, directed by her husband. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's not a good movie. It's misery porn. Oh, my favorite. Mm. She's like, uh, you heard she like ends up in like a, she ends up homeless. I think it, it's, I remember watching and being like, your husband is mean to you. I hope you really love each other. <laughs> I'm going to go with one that is misery, but for different reasons. Uh, Winter's Tale. Oh, with oh. one of Will Smith's best performances. Am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, the dilemma. I only think I have the to. dilemma. Yeah, she is in the yeah. dilemma. Yeah. Um, Bad movie. I have one in the chamber. You know what? I will go with career opportunities, which I only know because it was a poster that was in the movie theater my grandfather worked in, in the projection booth. They only had very random posters. Um, another one there, Doctor Giggles. Huh. A movie about a killer dentist. Yeah, I think I know of it. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I remember that poster being legitimately frightening. I know it must be like a real fucking C-level movie. I'm sure. Um, I assume we're not doing TV. No TV. No TV. Okay, so I can't say Snowpiercer. Um, no. I've got. Wasn't one more, she very very young in? Um, um once upon a time in america fuck you i don't i i'm guessing by ryan that 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 is yes that was the next one i was just about to say all right do you have another one the problem is it's like you're digging deep at this point because i got one (sighs) miles do you have another one trying to think i think i have one but i it's it's at the point where we've done so many I don't remember if this one's been said yet. Yeah. Uh yeah. Da, da, pass. Alright, Ryan's out. I I I could I, this is the last one I've got, so if Miles got another one, he wins. I've got a loft. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, I was saving that one for a long time. It's a movie that seven people saw. Yeah. All right. And mine, I don't remember if somebody said it, The Hot Spot. 
I didn't say it. Joey? I didn't say it. I, I forgot about that one. All right, you win. I'm Yay. Have one. All right, we go to the next round. Either one of us wins or Ryan wins and we tie, in which case maybe we'll play another one. We'll see. Um, but I'm probably in a good position um, because I did pick the one for this one, and we're going with Kevin Smith. I fucking knew that's what you were going to do for yourself. I fucking knew it. Sweaty. Movies in which Kevin Smith has appeared. That's sweaty bastard. Okay. Oh, who? Oh, does Miles go first? Yeah, who's Miles starting? Oh, do I? Okay. Yeah. Um, Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back. For sure. <laughs> By the way, we, we we know I'm gonna win this one, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's... well, that's the only one of his directing films that I probably like even a little bit. So, all right, it's all you. It's all me. Um. Oh, well, you're up. Dogma. All right. Um. I'll, I'll I'll take it easy, Clerks. Fair enough. Doesn't he appear as himself in the Disaster Artist? He does. He's like one of the interviews at the beginning, right? Yeah, I count that. Uh, chasing Amy. Clerks two. Um, now I've got to remember his films. Why? Well, I assume he's in Jane Silent Bob reboot. He is. Yes. Um, uh, Scream three. Yeah, I'm surprised Ryan Miles didn't go with Scream three. I haven't seen it. Um, Mall Rats. Oh shit! I'm surprised nobody said that. Uh oh oh uh live free or die hard. Mm-hmm. Is he in fanboys? That seems like the kind of yes. thing he would be in. He, yes. he is in fanboys. Yeah, that's that's. So what I got to do now is I got to start. I got to start pulling the ones that I think you might do. So I got to screw you guys here. Uh, Southland Tales. I was just thinking about whether he was in that. <laughs> but I got another one in the same vein as uh, Die Hard, which is Daredevil. Oh. Yeah, he is in Daredevil. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's in his own movie, uh, the... Fuck. The really bad one. The fuck? He, the really, I mean, the there's re- no such thing. The really bad one, Yoga Hosers. He does play the Bratzies there, yes. That's a bad movie, Joey. It's his least, but I do I do like it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull one that I know because I know him too well. He is in Star Wars: The Force Awakens as a stormtrooper. Oh, is he? Okay, is he in yeah, The Force Awakens? Um, yeah, JJ invited him. He's in the I think is he in he's in the JJ ones. He's not in uh, Last Jedi. Oh, okay. Well, then you just tell so, Miles. No, spoiler alert! I did give you another one if you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then the other one, uh, Rise of Skywalker, I guess. There you go. Mm. Kept you alive another round. I think that might be it. <laughs> I mean, this is like, does the Jay and Silent Bob reboot count? Uh, it would, except uh, Miles already said it, so oh. you're out. Oh, okay. Well, no, he said Strikes Back. He no, said, I, I said oh, Did you say reboot? Oh, okay. Well, I don't care. Uh, I'll go with a movie he's not even... He's not even a little involved in. He just got hired to be in Catch and Release, the Jennifer Garner, Timothy Oliphant romantic Oh, drama. that's... God damn, he's okay. actually pretty good. 
movie's not great, but he's pretty good as like a, a sidekick. Hey, if you say so. Oz, you got one? Um, is he in uh, Zack and Miri Make a Porno? No. He is not. Oh, uh, well, then I'm out. Uh, so I won this one. I, I'll, I'll throw out he's in Red State. He's in for a good time call. The uh, Seth Rogen's wife's movie. Mm. He's one of he's the cabbie during one of the phone sex scenes. Very nice. Uh, he's a voice in like TMNT, the shitty Tur- Turtles animated movie. Oh. Um, and uh, you know I can't say whether I've seen this or not, but he would probably be in Clerks Three. That movie doesn't exist. It's like the Avatar of this year. I mean, I'm just saying, if I would have seen it, I probably can't say anything until like September fifth. Hmm. But we'll see, you know, perhaps you would see like some sort of conversation I had with some people involved in that film. If I were to have seen it, I don't know what you're talking about. This seems very vague. Yeah, I'm 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 being very vague on purpose. Um, <laughs> well, I that mean, sounds pretty inconclusive to me. I guess come back yeah. for like episode 103 to find out about that or whatever down the road. Yeah, that would be probably. Yeah, that's probably a good. Idea. Probably yeah. Right. Go. Um, yeah, there we go. Um Quickly, let's do, before we finish our game stuff, let's do a mount. Whoa, so, hey, hey, whoa, whoa. Um, hey, you said your pants were off earlier. You that is true, and you um, did pay me, in the, but the check hasn't cleared just yet. Buy me dinner first. At least. I sent you the, the, the Venmo to your OnlyFans account. There you um, go. Let's do, the, let's do the mount for Oscar winners since we've been covering the, the race on the podcast. So hmm. we can do the year of... Um, well, it's basically the last two years. Any win from there? Mm. Um, well, yeah, so two years. I'll throw out my favorite acting win from those two years, which is uh, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm. Um, that would be a good one. Do we do we all think that should be on the, the, the top four? No. Okay. It has to be <sighs> unanimous. Sorry, um, Miles. We're going to be here a while, then. I th- because I think that the better... I think the best acting performance Keith is retroactively taking his message away. of the last two years is Anthony Hopkins and the father and so, I can't comment on it because I still have you still haven't seen the goddamn movie <laughs> oh, yeah. I could have watched it All for right. the hundredth episode but I, I just did but miles it I is just, it's, it's, it's I'm sure it's phenomenal but it is like the exact kind of I know sad drama I know. that I struggle with yeah but you think that about... but then it's like but then it just blo- it just blows you away like I, I'm sure it's phenomenal, concert. but all I've heard is how sad it makes people. And mm. also, I had a grandfather who, well, I yeah, have yeah, two yeah. grandfathers mm-hmm. now who've, you know, yeah. gone through yeah. similar situations. So, what do we think about Troy? Coda? Yeah. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. Ryan seems to be. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, how do you feel about. How do you think about Chloe Zhao, director? I'm gonna say no. Oh well, I would I would lean that way just because I I I'm I'm not crazy about the movie, but I like it for what it represents in Oscar history. As a backup, I would uh, also throw out Jane Campion, Campion, even though I don't like the movie. Oh, I love that movie. I would I would do Campion. I would do Campion. Let's put okay. Campion on. We got one. Yeah, one. Have a promising young woman for original screenplay. No, thank you. No, no, thank yes. you. That's just um, you. <laughs> I said that's yeah you. Um, what about? Let's go below the line. How about so we need a picture? How about um, well, we don't need a picture, but our options are Coda or 
I'd rather go no man. I'd rather go no man. Yeah, I'd say neither. Yeah, I'd rather go no man if I had to pay. How about Greg Fraser's cinematography for Dune? Oh, I would definitely support that. Over Mank as the two options. Yeah, yes. let's, yeah. let's put the cinematography one. Well, Greg Frazier works. is fucking a modern icon of cinematography. Dude, and the Batman. What a great, you know, and what a great movie to win for too. We yeah. actually had we actually did uh, interviews with both of those guys. Yeah, well, which probably looking back. Well, I'll tell you, I, I do like the cinematography in Mank, but I much sure. I prefer Dunes, and I think that Dunes yeah, great. Um, great. What about? Um, that said, I think it's just to keep this mountain varied, I think because Dune had so many very well deserved yeah, below the line. Let's just, let's just keep it like let's that. Let's just have but, Greg Frazier stand in for all of Dune. Is that fair? Yeah. That's I fair agree. with me. Um, what do you guys think about uh, one score last year? Not this year, but last year. Which one? Which one? What one score? The I think Dune, no didn't it? Oh, No Man Land year? Um. I don't remember. Was that Soul? Oh, it might have been Soul. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was nah. yeah. I, I wouldn't go with the animated film for either year either. We're going to struggle to find four of these. Well, we may have to rescind the unanimous thing. <laughs> well, if we break it, yeah. If we Hang really on. struggle, we can we can go back. Hmm. Trying to think. What about um? What about Summer of Soul for a documentary? I have no opinion on it. Wow. Um, what was the other year Oscar wins? Let me think. It was the octopus well, teacher. Was the year before? Eh. Yeah. Can't say either one like blows me away. Love, I'm having a brain yeah, fart. Up. What was the an- international film this past year? Drive my and car. A- oh, anyone? <laughs> yes, please. I mean, just just you, just you two. Oh. What about what about? Uh, Leave it to the minority round. to say just. <laughs> what, about, what about another round? Well, I was thinking it was either another round or that. I would do drive my car over another round, yes. but I like both. I like both, but I, I would prefer Let's drive, do another round. I would prefer drive my car. Well, I'm not going to do drive. Damn it! So, Game well then, um, it appears we're at an impasse. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have one thing so far. Do you want? How about a no, sound of metal for? Sound? No, we have two. We have, we have two. Uh, Campion and Fraser. Oh, you're Campion right. What about sound Frasier. of metal for sound? I mean, I guess, but that's so obvious. <laughs> Trying to think. Also, also, I don't love that movie. Hang on. Well, we're running out of options. What about what about for visual Art effects? Just. What about Francis McDormand in No Man Land? We didn't talk about uh, that. No, or Young Jun Young for Minari. I w- I wouldn't be opposed to that. Ooh. I think that's. A pretty I'm, cool I'm going to have trouble with the ox- with the acting winners. Okay. Um. What about uh? What about Brad or or Sean Heater for their scri- scripts this year? No. I. Because uh, Brand Brandon should have never won that Oscar. We'll play that. You just like that he would have never won an Oscar. Would have fit a narrative. It would have fit a good narrative that um, he didn't win an Oscar. I mean, I, I like. I think if he was ever going to win an Oscar, that's a good one to win. How about how about, about uh, no time, guys? What about Tenet's visual effects? What about them? Let's let's give yeah, exactly. let's do it. It's safe cinema. No, it didn't. Yeah. You want to do? You want to do? Uh, how about um, No Time to Die for song? I could do that. Uh, what what was the other song and winner? The other song uh, it was Judas and the Black Messiah, which is fine. But not a, well, yeah, nothing memorable. Yeah. Um, well, if we, we should probably have some above the line thing besides director. I'll I'll go. Well, Kalu- what, what are the I'll, act- I'll go I'll go. Kalu- you know what? I'll go Kaluuya. All right, fine. We can do Kaluuya. 
Yes. I'm, I'm okay with that. There we go. I'll, co- we I'll compromise. We did. And you know what your reward is for that? Drive my car. Yes. No, it's your good reward, reward is the Armin White game. Damn. Well, hold on. We only, Wait, we three. only got three. Oh, I thought we had, I thought we had, uh, didn't we just add No Time to Die in song? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We got three. All right. Um, we have an actor. We have a director. We have a cinematographer. We have a, uh, cinematographer. cinematographer. You don't I mean, want to do uh, uh, Sound of Metal for sound? Not especially. All right. Mm, Cruella for... Why don't you do another Can we do Cruella for costumes? Actually, I don't mind Cruella for costume. I'd be up for that. I, I'll happily do it to move the game along. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Um, let's play the Arm and White game. Yes. I love I, I love um, this game. So we we did it a handful of weeks ago. So let me skip over some ones we've uh, we've done. Can I say I miss my friend Armand White? Yeah, yeah, I bet you do. No, I don't. Not that guy. All right, <laughs> he is uh, he's special. No, oh, oh, computer. So if you hear any typing, ignore it. Miles, I, we were joking Miles, about having him send a message. How much do you love Armand White? Um, He's provided him with more entertainment slight, than he ever expected. Slightly less than not at all. Hmm. All right. So I know we did his one on Batman. Oh, wait. What did he think of the Batman? Of oh, I'll, I'll tell you what he said about Batman. He said, coming exactly 100 years after F.W. Murnau is still disturbing Nosferatu, <laughs> the Batman doesn't earn being called artistic decadence. Its depiction of social horror isn't fully imagined. It never gets to the core of spiritual repulsion that Murnau touched. What the fuck? That is a what that the is fuck? classic Armand. Classic Armand right. that Matt Reeves didn't the, the think Batman's of Nosferatu. Not, yeah. The ba- Batman sucks because it's not Nosferatu. <laughs> yep. How Here dare it not be Nosferatu? You know, because bats. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did Memoria, right? Did we? I don't know that we did. Okay, we'll start with Memoria then as the practice round. We won't count this one. Um, what did Armin White think of Memoria? Um, I thought it was the worst experience I've had in a theater in the past few years, so he probably loved it. Oh. Oh, you didn't like it? I haven't seen it much. I, yeah. I struggled so much with it. I know there's a lot a of thir- people have. There's a 30-minute scene of a man sleeping, like in real time. <laughs> it, it is it is an impossible film. I, I know a lot that's of people a, who love it. That sounds like a Rex Reed movie. But I just cannot. I can't. I, I, I wanted to love it. I love Tilda, but I just could not get um, it. 89% Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh. I'm going to say he liked it because it's like pre- He says... I won't try to do the filmmaker's name. Remember, he calls himself Joe, so yeah. I'll say Joe. Joe's majestic spectacle moves us an artistic distance away from junk culture. Yeah, it would be so the kind of bullshit that he likes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Speaking of, what did, did Armin White like Father Stew? Yes. yes. It's his favorite of the year so far. <laughs> he, fuck, he, he jacks off to it. That's how much he loves it. Uh, I will say he wrote this for the National Review. No shit. <laughs> Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're, they're, they're always better are. When it comes yeah. to that. Uh, instead of bucking for prizes. Oh, my God. Because that's a sentence. Mm. Father Stu earns serious attention for being the most emotionally satisfying American movie in years. Oh, my God. Its standout qualities expose how secular and unsatisfying contemporary film culture has recently become. 
So when Father Stew's on his on his better than list, what movie do you think he will put it up against? I think uh, we had this exact conversation. The Fablemans, yeah. probably the Fablemans. Yeah, I'm thinking like that's women good. talking. Oh, that's something like one. that. You know, something. Oh, keep that in mind for when we do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did Armin White like the unbearable weight of massive talent? No, because it's good. <laughs> Fathers do forty two percent of Rotten Tomatoes. By the way, no, there's no way he liked it because it would require him to have a funny bone in his body. Even though he he walked into it thinking it was a documentary about himself. The unbearable weight of massive talent is a collision of generic formula, yeah. celebrity gossip, and the amnesia that results from popular culture's decline. So he indicts the world. So what what I love about his recent stuff is that it's not just that the movie's bad. It's that it represents everything that's wrong with the world. Well, it can't yeah. just be a bad movie. Yeah, because it's, it's a threat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder, where was he on January 6th? Oh, that's that's <laughs> what we we need to ask those questions. I mean, I'll tell you what he reviewed on January 6th. <laughs> Uh, he posted one on January 6th. I there was a he... movie called France. Oh. Yeah. All right. By the way, on January 13th, he posted a review of Don't Look Up. Oh, fuck. Well, there's no way he liked it. And on January 4th, he posted a review of The Power of the Dog. There's no way he liked either one of those. He did not. Yeah. I'm going to double check, but I... Uh, yeah, he did not like either. Well, one's directed uh, by a woman and the Armin other White... one's liberals, so... Yeah. Did Armin White like The Northman? I'm going to say no. Yes. The Northman isn't exactly a triumph, but with its many knockout moments, it represents a big step forward for the youngish director Robert Eggers, who for the first time has a big budget to work with. I'm not convinced he saw the movie. I feel like you did you guys do this one before? Am I wrong? I, don't, I mean that was that, that sounds April. familiar actually. Eh, well I think whatever. It's okay. Um uh, it's okay. Um did Armin White like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Surely not. It had uh, women in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just checking. No. Doctor Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is too jumbled and over anxious for coherent amusement. Hard to believe that Marvel. Uh, here he goes. Marvel <laughs> is still churning out this garbage so long after. Wait for it. Man of Steel rooted his character to humane instincts throughout time. There it is. There it <laughs> we is. We should have stopped at Man of Steel, this according to him. Fucking hell. We Superhero films peaked with Man of Steel. What yep. a take. What a t- All right. Even the Snyder go. cultists don't think that. Nope. Did Armin White like men? Oh. Uh, By the way, men. Men. What do you think its score is on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I want to say it's like 60s or 70s. Yeah. Ryan? It's got to be like... It's actually 69 right now. Hey. Ha. Nice. Well, it, it deserves a hell of a lot lower because it's the worst movie of the year. I liked it. It's sort a, of. It's terrible. It's interesting. We we spent like a half hour on that. Miles, episode, what, did you see I, it? Yeah, I, I love Alex Garland and I liked, I liked parts of it. I think the two performances are phenomenal, but I just think... That last 20 minutes I think it's heads is such up a ass. big ask for yeah. any film, yeah. regardless of what you're doing. My whole, audi- I, I, my I, whole I, audience walked out. It was hilarious. 
I, I, I don't I hate it, but balls. it's it's right. one that I don't like as much as I probably did when I watched it. I think my opinion sure. soured the more I think about it. So what do you think Armin thinks? I don't think he liked it. I don't think, I think he. Li- too, I, I think it's too like about like you know women. It's too avant garde for him yeah. as well. Despite its hallucinatory finale, men is not really an examination of spousal guilt or women's feelful psychology. You know, the two things it really is about. Um, Plus, it's too absurd to substantiate the media's fascination with toxic masculinity. Oh, God damn it. What? He had me for like the first couple of and then he just had to go into. You were like, oh, this kind of makes sense. I was like, he's not wrong. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. There it is. There he is. So good old motherfucker right there. None of these are for, but some of his other his other um, outlet is Out Magazine, which what a choice for some, <laughs> he doesn't post those reviews there. I'll say that. Yeah, because that would, you know, yeah. You know, did top, did Armin White like Top Gun Maverick? Oh fuck, ninety six percent around. That's Tempest. tough. But it's I th- propaganda. I think I lean towards no, just because at that point his contrarian instincts kick in. So it's contrarian instincts versus the like it's very rah rah America and that feeds into the national review. I don't know if it's like that rah rah America to be honest with you. It's not as bad as the first one. Listen, no. Top Gun yeah. is my second favorite movie of yeah. the year, but like I'm not pretending it's not a yay America. Yeah, but we it's got we it's all, got a little bit of that. But yeah, not but that we much. all know that's going to be in there. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, no, we that's walking, that's why you know. it doesn't bother you because you just know that. Yeah. It's, listen, they weren't setting up recruitment centers like with the first. Yeah, one. yeah, no, 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 for sure. Um, a movie I love, mind you. God damn it! I can't. I this one, Miles. This one's tough. Um, I'm gonna go. With, you know, I'm gonna go opposite, Miles. I think I'm gonna say he slightly liked it because of like, I don't know, bullshit reasons. I don't know. He, like, even if like he does like it, it's always for a stupid reason. Yeah, right? it's like for like you know because the wind turbines and you know the state. That's why I like yeah. it, and it's like what? I mean. He, I don't know that he even knows what he thinks here. It illustrates Cruz's showmanly-like sense that maybe Americans desperately want to believe in themselves again. While the latest James Bond movies, you know, the British movies, fail at heroism, Cruz's action films present a credible sense of valor. Fuck you, like sure. fuck What you was like. that word he used in the first sentence? Showmanly? Showmanly. Yeah. That's not, not a showman-like. word. Not <laughs> showmanlike. Showmanly. He writes for the That's National Review. Most of the writers don't know how to you know, use words. Yeah. You know, did Armin White? So I assume he liked it. Year. Yes, just to make clear. Okay. Even though I'm not sure. I'm yeah. <laughs> as a um, did Armin White like Lightyear? No, no, because he's mad about Tim Allen not being in it. <laughs> Probably, and because and it's got kiss. women in it who kiss. Yeah, lesbians. Yeah, he hates them. So there's two sentences to this review. They don't appear to be from the same. Set review. What? There's nothing new in Lightyear. Okay. Okay. I don't agree, but like relatively restrained, right? It is the latest Hollywood mind control. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy, I man. I love kiss. him. I love him. Did Armin White like Elvis? Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's what do you think a tough he thinks one. of Baz Lerman? Oh, that's he's either his favorite or least favorite. Two evil right? people put in in the same area: Baz Luhrmann and Armand White. 
Uh, we have two more after this, by the way. Miles. <sighs> I th- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out, Miles. I I think that uh, I think it's a no. It's a slight no. Yeah, I think that's where I'm leaning as well. Yeah. All right. This shameless cultural jumble yep. might make some kind of crazy sense for anyone who still thinks Presley the figurehead of pop vulgarity. That position has many successors, and Lerman is one of them. So he liked him? Okay. <laughs> he didn't like it. Oh, okay, okay. It's hard yeah, to say sometimes. <laughs> I was like, for a second, right. I was like, wait, is that a good thing? Or... Yeah. Well, depends how he feels thing. about pop vulgarity, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Did Armin White like Ambulance? Yes. No. Reviewing it three months after it came out, Mike. <laughs> yes. All right. And Miles said no. Never mundane. Michael Bay expands on the lamest of all action genres, the bank heist, to find the form's sensual, kinetic potential. Everyday dazzle. Yeah. Uh, don't say what, sensual. What, on <laughs> what do you find, what do you There's something very off-putting about, about that. Uh, I, like, I, I don't like care it. what it was. I just don't want to. I don't want to hear about when it. Yaya when, and Jake Gyllenhaal. When in doubt, attractive human beings. But still, when in doubt, Bay and Snyder are his boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, right. that's true. And the last yeah. one. What did Armin White think of? Nope. Oh, who is it directed uh, by? Jordan Peele. Yeah, a threat. So therefore, for him, he would say no. Yeah, I would definitely say no on that. Yeah, as much as that's a, a wonderful film, he's he's going to go opposite and basically like, how dare we have uh, this this uh, Jordan Peele person with his liberal woke agenda trying to be you know Alfred Hitchcock and all this other crap you know and blah 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 hurt my ears. No, you know what? He, he won't like it because it's not as good as the original The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I remember I remember Roswell and this is no Roswell. Was, you're, you know? you're, 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 you're not as wrong as you would think. Yeah, I know. Uh, I didn't think I was nope. that wrong, but go ahead. <laughs> Nope's junk pile of references combines movie and TV lore yep. to no particular effect. Fuck off. Whatever, man. This is the same man <laughs> who, like, never likes any Spike Lee movies or any anybody to push the needle forward. Fucking god damn it. How did he like Memoria? How does he like Michael Bay? Like I just I, I just to live with that for a second. I just, it's tough because like it's hard to reconcile some of his opinions with other opinions. Because and do you guys know this because you 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 play this game all the time and it's my favorite game to play with you guys. It is truly astonishing when he when you when your taste align, right? And yeah. then you have to then sit back. Like what does as that a critic. say about me? What does it say about me that thing? like and you agree with the pull quote? That's even yeah. You know what I mean, oh, I'm 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 terrified that he'll like Clerks three. You know, provided that I saw it or anything like that. Yeah. What, what was that? By September fifth, maybe. News. Right. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Uh, breaking news: Ezra Miller seeking treatment for complex mental health issues. I'd like you to seek it in jail. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody well. somebody wants that sweet sweet flash money. How about they just well, cancel? Somebody's it? like, oh, if I don't chill the fuck out, they're not gonna. So is let this me do press? So is this scenario one? 
It's a scenario. <laughs> it's a scenario. This is scenario one. one so far. Yeah. yeah we'll yeah. see if he gets to the steps where it's to number three in the movie. We're living in we're out. living in the Ezra Miller simulation. That's scenario one currently. Do you I, you guys agree with me, right? Like this movie shouldn't exist right now. They should. They should no, show I it think again. they should fucking bin it or yeah. like. Or do a, a fucking worst person in the world situation and just like worst person in the world know, co- comp someone in all the money uh, in the world all the money in yeah, the world yeah, that's yeah. what I meant I like, yeah, yeah, and I just gotcha. like comp someone else in place and I know they can't do that and they won't do that but like yeah, if it's... you're not going to do that it's like morally irresponsible to like release it and promote it and like let it be a big summer blockbuster under these circumstances it, yeah. so well, I think this is the I think this is the beginning of damage control for that. Mm. Yeah, they're going to get it to the point where they can either release it or just drop it on, on HBO Max. Well, they're not doing that. Not with the new guy in charge. Yeah, they'll never do that. Not, well, yeah, they're not going to release Batgirl, a film that's already done. They're not going to... Well, they can't know. Uh, They can't necessarily take a write-down on it until a certain period of time. No, well, it's that... that well, they couldn't... They No, it's also... Uh, I read, I think, also, too, the fact that like the certain amount of money, because supposedly, because of all the delays and everything, like it has hit a... Two hundred and fifty million dollar budget behind the scenes is what people have. Yeah, said. you can't you can't just take a loss on that. Yeah, not, not, like under a hundred, I think is like why they were able to do it. But like you know, yeah. I mean? So they have to yeah. try to make money off this movie. Yes, one way or another. yes, 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 yes. All right. Stupid. So let's wrap up by doing an Oscar recalibration, and then we'll call it a we'll call it a hundred. Man. Um. So we'll do the most recent one. No. Oh. Since we did the year before, I believe. Yeah. Um. So let's go through it. Um, we'll go quickly through the, the below the line stuff. Um, visual effects, Dune one. I assume we're fine with that. Other nominees were a free guy, no time to die, Shang-Chi and no way home. Does anybody want to pick against Dune? No, keep it with Dune. Yeah. Keep it with yeah. the sandworms, baby. I'm fine with that. I mean, we may not keep doing everywhere. Yeah. But no, we're going to keep it that. everywhere. Really we'll see. Um, we might even give it a few new ones. Hell yeah. Maybe. Let's do it. Mile. Uh, film editing. Dune one. If you want to change it, your options are don't look up, King Richard, The Power of the Dog, and Tick Tick Boom. Um I would li- I would like to remember, would, remember we say recall if I would like it. to recall. I'll do a recall just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Miles. Um if we are recalling, I'm going tick tick boom. I love the editing in that film. This is where Miles and I are going to disagree on some of these things. If I'm going to do film editing, I would, I would, while I love Joe Walker's work, I would go Power of the Dog. Ooh. Yes. That, that editing, so I go, that editing is very key to that movie. So if I go, don't look up, we just defer back to Dune. That is correct. Which I don't, um, I don't hate that outcome. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, mind I, it going back and I don't want it ever here. Don't look up the rest of this calibration. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I will actually go Power of the Dog though. Oh, I think that I, yeah, I think Power of the Dog has very subtle editing, but it is uh, impactful. All part of the yes. like buildup of that movie. Everything is so perfectly calibrated. Dune is is an achievement of like putting it together. Yeah, they both actually had a similar situation that they both had to stop for COVID. Yes, so I kind of, I kind of, I, I talked to both of them, and I and I love that of just like at a certain point, I can just sit here and tinker a little bit, start to be a perfectionist without, without like fucking up the timeline. And like, sometimes I found something new and sometimes I was like, no, no, I'm, we're right. We're good. Like I can put this down. It was kind of fascinating. I'll tell you this though. Underrated though. We haven't mentioned it, but King Richard's uh, the, at least because of the, uh, the tennis sequences, I think that those are fantastic. The tennis sequences are good. Yeah. I think, uh, 
I do believe that um, Pamela Martin won um, Ace in part because she's like a, a fixer also. Yes. Like a, works on a lot of things everybody has experienced and is like, oh, we like you. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, costume design, Cruella wins. If we're recalling, your options are Cyrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story. Leave it. I'll say recall just to see what Joey says. Yeah, I'll recall. I want to see what happens. Okay. I'm All fine right. with Cruella, by the way. Oh, you I'll, are? I'll throw out my pick would be Cyrano. No, I would stick with Cruella. And it's on our mount. Come on, guys. Yeah. I'll keep it I with Cruella, but damn it, I love Cyrano. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cyrano, Cyrano and Cruella were the top two. Yeah. Also, I will give Dune credit just for finding a way to make those still suits not look ridiculous. Yeah. And also. Sure. um. Uh, it's a it's a yeah. step down from the other two. Well, there are also too like the the costumes on Rebecca Ferguson throughout the film too. So. Oh hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Makeup and hairstyling, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Recall, recall. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I, I it's it's not the worst pick here, but um, I am curious what happens. Your options are coming to America. Mm. Boy, that makes me miss the good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Cruella, Dune, and House of Gucci. Okay, well, it's not House of Gucci. No. Um, All right. I might go Cruella, actually. I'm going to go Dune. I'll yep. go Dune. Yeah, yeah I'm not mad at Dune did, at all. We give, did give it a new one. With the, the work that the on the Baron alone. Well, the Baron alone, yeah, is, yeah. it definitely makes it yeah. worthy. Yeah. yeah. Some good sweat makeup also. Yes. For sure. In general. Uh, cinematography, Dune won. If we recall, which would be weird considering it's on our mount. Um, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side Story. I am going to recall. I'm going to recall. I suspect we're recalling for different reasons, but... You never know. (laughs) Uh, uh, Let's let's see what happens. Uh, I love the cinematography in Dune, and I think it's a great winner, and I think Greg Frazier is amazing. Ryan mentioned the Batman earlier. Absolutely. Slapper. Uh, But out of this lineup, the one that really hit home for me was the tragedy in Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah. Miles. Is, yes. Yes. I'm going to go uh, yes. power the dog. Oh God. Those are both good. I have to decide between the two of these. Yeah. Well, cause I knew you were leaning towards miles pick and I, I, I'm not huge on tragedy. Macbeth, So I wanted to make it harder. I mean, you can just defer back to Dune also. I love them. I love all three of them. Actually. I love this lineup minus, uh, Kaminsky. Um, because I think he's not even that bad. It's just I think I, it's just very like okay. I mean, so is Nightmare Alley. Yeah, no, I think Lawson's work in Nightmare Alley is really good. Um, the film, another story. Um, sure. We actually had interviews with three of these five uh, nominees. I'm going with Ari. All right, woo, power of the dog. But damn it, but Bruno, Bruno Duvernel's work in bo- mm. those both, it's neck and neck, Miles. It's nothing personal. No, it's okay. Sure. I, I'm the only one here who doesn't like power. I know, dogs, I know. So I, but like, that's what but tragedy and Macbeth. Like, I saw that in IMAX. Oh, I would have liked. It, it was breathtaking. Yeah, hmm. yeah, I love that film. Production design, Dune one. If we recall, your options are Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side Story. Because boy, did the Academy get a little boring in some of these technical categories, just nominating the same five films. I would like to recall. Mm. I will also recall, though I'm fine if it goes back to Dune. Yes. Same. Um, I'm also going to say Tragedy and Macbeth here, just because I think this is a really cool and inventive nod. 
Yes. Like it's mm-hmm. not the kind of film that you would think would get recognized for something like this, but I think the production design like goes a long way towards selling sort of the black box aesthetic that the film is going for. I agree. I'm going with Tragedy of Macbeth. I think the simplistic stripped down version of this within as the film goes on, it goes grander. I think that it's it's purposeful with everything it's doing. And so, yeah, right. it's great. Uh, I'll stick with Dune, even though we now go Tragedy of Macbeth. I like how I like Dune, the least of us three, and and I'm the one giving it things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, sound, Dune 1. If we recall, your options are Belfast, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I would keep it with Dune. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I thought No Time to Die and also even Belfast were good. No Time to Die has, uh, one of the best sequences where, uh, with the, uh, grenade and the yeah. use of sound there yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, but I, I'm keeping it with Dune. Sure. Uh, score, Dune wins, Hans Zimmer. If you recall, your options are Don't Look Up, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. I'm keeping it with Dune. It's one of Hans Zimmer's best scores ever. Recall. Uh, Recall. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm still sticking with Dune. That's fine. Johnny Greenwood. Not even close. Should have won the Oscar. Ooh. Not even his best score that year. And and you know what? It's still better than what Hans Zimmer gave. Still got to go with it. Yeah. Mm. They're both great. I do have to go Power of the Dog, though. Yeah. It's really for Spencer, but still. It's for both. Both See, are I, great. If, if Spencer was up here, I would consider it. Power of the Dog score to me just feels like reheated leftovers of There Will Be Blood. No, they're both great. Fair. Uh, song, No Time to Die, from No Time to Die. If you recall, your options are Be Alive, from King Richard. Dos Sardegatas, from Encanto. Down to Joy, from Belfast. Yeah. And Somehow You Do, from Four Good Days. <laughs> I said it with laughing. I said it only mildly laughing. Um, silliness. Um, recall. Recall. Uh, sure. Let's see what happens. I seem to be in the minority of this, but I really like the Beyonce song. I'm going to be alive. It's the best song in the lineup. He's absolutely right. Miles be alive. Oh, is what I give it to. Uh, since it's winning and I don't really care about it. Uh, I'll go down the joy. Uh, Van Morrison, terrible person. Good musician. Uh, yeah. Hmm. And why couldn't uh, why couldn't he why couldn't he perform at the Oscars again? Because he uh, doesn't believe in science. Yeah. Um, does anyone want to do the shorts? Not we really. We forgot about. I'm, them. I'm leaving him with Riz. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Riz, I love Riz I love deserves. that Riz is an Oscar winner now. Yeah, so I'm we're happy not with I'm, that. we're not touching that with Tim Pool. Yeah, happy to do. No, no, happy no, to keep no, no. Those. Uh, Documentary feature. If you recall, I mean, the winner was Summer of Soul. If you recall, your options are Ascension, Attica, Flea, and Riding with Fire. I'm fine with leaving it. Absolutely leave it. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't have a strong enough opinion. I probably would have gone Attica of the five. Mm. Mm. Uh, international feature. Drive my car. Your other options are Flea, The Hand of God, Luana, A Yak in the Classroom, <laughs> The Worst Person in the World. Recall. Stupid yak. Uh, leave it. I love Drive My Car. as my favorite film of the last year. Yeah, leave it. Drive my car. Masterpiece. Move on. God damn it. I wanted the worst person in the world so badly. Why? Because it's my <laughs> third favorite film of the year. It's fine. Ryan, were you on? I think you might have missed the episode where I revealed that I had seen worst person in the world like super late, but I'd finally gotten around to it. And yeah. Joey was all excited. He's like, oh, and what did you think? And I was like, it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's whatever. We did that. Yeah. That was the episode we did from Cal- when I was in California for Critics Choice. Yeah, I think then. Yeah, it was the night I had gone to the Academy Museum 
And it was the night we came up with a bunch of ideas we never got did, like reviewing a film that yeah. the readers, the listeners voted on. Yep, I'm still I was, open to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. I was enjoying um, California Wares that day, let's say. Mm. So, mm. top categories now. Hey, it was a delightful podcast. Uh, original screenplay. Wait, we Belfast didn't do animated. Oh, yeah, no, right, we didn't do Belfast. We didn't do that, you're right. Mm. Um, well, we're all recalling, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Um, Encanto won. So when we recall, our options are Flea, Luca, the Mitchells versus the Machines, Ryan, the Last Dragon. All right, we recall. I pick Mitchells versus the Machines. I also pick Mitchells versus the Machines. <sighs> For what it's worth, I would have gone with Luca. I do like Luca, Luca a lot. I think it's underrated. Luca is beautiful. I think. I think my I think my ranking here was Mitchells, Luca, top two, and then the next three are kind of just jumbled together. I appreciate Flea. I don't love it like everyone else. Yeah, Encanto is fine. Raya's fine too, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. I think but Ryan I love, I love, I love Mitchell. I like Luca a lot. I love Mitchell's though. I'm not going to complain. I just there's Luca. Oh, Dan Romer's score should have been nominated. God damn it, that score is amazing. Luca, Luca is underrated. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're going to do yes, original screenplay. Yes, Belfast wins. Recall. If you want to. All right. Well, we got one recall. Uh, other options, if you recall. Miles, how do you feel? I, I need a reminder on the competition. Don't look up. King Richard, licorice pizza, the worst person in the world. Yeah, I'm going to recall. All right. I would have. I'm, I'm fine either way. All right. Miles. Uh, I'm going to say if we're not going Belfast, I'm going the worst person in the world. Fair enough. Um, even though I do have problems with certain aspects of it in terms of overall quality of screenplay, I'm going with Licorice Pizza. Let's make him an Oscar winner, uh, as it should have been. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, final answer. Yeah, I mean, uh, worst person will be my first choice, Belfast second, Licorice Pizza third, so I'm fine with that. I, I that man don't look up and King Richard would have been a little Licorice annoying. Pizza rules. I love, great. I love that Just movie. Just missed my top ten. Love that movie. All right, adapted screenplay. Coda wins. If oh. we recall, your options are Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, The Power of the Dog. Recall. Recall. Keep. Keep. All right. Recall. Uh, I'm going Drive My Car. Beautiful script. See, here's the thing. Is if I go with what I want, then Joey's going to just pick something different and it's going to stay with Coda. Well, that's not necessarily true. Well, you're not going to go with Drive My Car. <laughs> Well, drive my car is my least favorite of the five. So if you don't go drive my car, well, the winner is the chance. winner is my least favorite of the five. Let's be fair. Um, All right. I'm gonna go drive my car. Bastards. What were you gonna go with, Joe? Um, I would have I would have been fine with uh, if not Coda, Power of the Dog. Are you picking Power of the Dog? I mean, it doesn't matter what I pick now. I know it does because I could switch. I mean, if you want to switch, I'll switch to Power of the Dog. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Uh, My, okay. Um, okay. Miles didn't ask. No, no, don't. It's no, fine. well, do, you know do, what? Do what you want to do. I'm going to keep. I'll even, I'll even throw this out there. I'll let you, I'll let you do Dune if you want. Oh, that's tempting. <laughs> that's tempting. <laughs> I'm going to keep it with driving. I mean, I, drive my car and lost daughter. I was indifferent to the other three. I liked. I mean, the thing about Dune and Miles, you know this too. It's that is a very underrated adaptation because of the fact that well, they actually got it to be good. 
Like, yeah, no, it's it's a very dense and very labyrinth book. So the fact that they were able to streamline it in such a way that even mainstream audiences could appreciate it, it, it that's a hell of an achievement. It no is. Doubt. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it with Drive My Car. But yeah, Doom would have been number two. That's fair. I'd probably say the same thing. Shout out to the to the the last duel that should have been in that category. Last duel should have a hundred percent been in here. Yes. God damn, that's great. Taken that. I would taken the Suicide Squad. I would taken several. Films. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. You you said one too many films. Okay. I would have said Zola. I have plenty. Of those. Speaking of things, uh, let's not regurgitate. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Miles. Hey, I, I warned you. Uh, supporting actress Ariana DeBose wins West Side Story. If you recall, your options are Jesse Buckley, The Lost Daughter, Judy Dench, Belfast, Kirsten Dunst, The Power of the Dog, Anjanou Ellis, King Richard. I say recall. Recall. Um, I mean, I don't have a choice. So. I mean, you can certainly uh, aim to keep it the way it well, is. I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. Miles? Um, I'm going to go with Jesse Buckley. The Lost Daughter wasn't my favorite film, but I think she's phenomenal in it. Uh, I'll go Kirsten Dunst. Okay. Um, oh. Do you want to vote for Judy Dench? Just to have it back, go back to Ariana? No. Why would you? If it was Judy Dench. If it was fucking Judy Dench of all people. <laughs> the five in this I category. I would say Anjanou yep. would be my second choice. Anjanou is great. So here's the thing is that I, I do love Ariana DeBose and I spoke to her and she's such a lovely person. But every time. Oh, she's a nice person. But sure. every time I watch Power of the Dog, Kirsten Dunn's performance just grows. So I have to go with her. There's not, it's not even nice. a question. I would have said my ranking of this group was be Dunst, DeBose, Buckley, Dench, Ellis. Mine, mine is Dunst, DeBose, um, yeah, Dunst, DeBose, Ellis, Buckley, Dench. Uh, Buckley, oh. Ellis. Um, who am DeBose, I forgetting? Dunst, oh, uh, Dunst. Uh, Dench, and then I can't count DeBose because I still haven't seen West Side Story, and I never will. What? Miles. It's the it's the Ansel Elgort. Oh, it's the it's the Elgort of. Well, you're not gonna watch the Flash then, right? Nah, probably not. Okay, all right. Just <laughs> I just want you to be consistent. That's all, my friend. That's all. We'll see. I gotcha. He's gonna. He's gonna. We're gonna see how that reacts. You know what? Just uh, cast a. Just... Ball, I would have had her one. I mean, well, and the thing about West Side Story, in fairness, is that it's the kind of film I was kind of predisposed against beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the you, movie you should have never been made. Yeah, it's... the Flash, like the Michael Keaton gonna, of it all, it, might it's going to be tough. When I, I know right? it's going to be tough when I when I come back from my screening and I'm like, oh, uh, Miles, there's a scene with with, with Keaton and Affleck, mm. and you're going to be like, ah, fuck. Well, uh, Affleck is, as Batman is not a selling point. Because, yeah, but, but them together, if it them together, if it's good, would be pretty cool. Also, uh, uh, also, a shout out to Rebecca Ferguson and Dune, who should have been in this category. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's one of those things on sure. the internet that um, I agree with. And uh, Susanna San for Zol- uh, for Red Rocket. Well, yeah, let's, let's let's not get let's not go crazy. Listen, <laughs> you need you need her to be that you need her to be that good to help sell the the amazing creepiness of uh, uh, Harriet Sampson uh, Harris. Yes, for yes I agree. Yeah. You do. Sure, you do need that. Um, yeah. All right. Sporting it's almost like the movie wouldn't work otherwise. Oh my god. True. All right. Uh, <laughs> Troy Coates or Coder. If you recall, your options are uh, Kieran Hines, Belfast, Jesse Plemons, The Power of the Dog. 
J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos, Cody Smith McPhee, the power of the dog. I say keep it. I also say keep it. Doesn't matter anymore. Uh, what would your ranking be? Because mine would be Coatser, S- uh, Simmons, Hines, McPhee, Plemons. <laughs> I would say Coatser, Hines, Plemons, um, McPhee. Uh, who are the other two? McPhee, 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 McPhee Simmons. Simmons. Mine would be Plemons, McPhee, Hines, Kotzer, Simmons. And it does not mean and it does not mean I do not like Troy Kotzer in that film. I just uh, I, you just you just hate people who can't hear. We get it. It's fine. No, I think Jesse Plemons' performance okay, in that is you. is just impeccable. And Cody Smith McPhee. He's good. No, I mean I'm not putting I'm not putting him five. Hines yeah, makes I me cry sure. every time. You I think tweeted out that line yep. in the film Joe. I'm recently. not going anywhere. You won't find me. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Every time. If, if, uh, that, that, if, get... if Kotzer wasn't in there, I think that would have been a wonderful. That's the like, winner. Veteran actor winner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That that first time I watched it, I didn't get that scene that way. I just. I thought it, I, I took it as a like grandfather, like I'll be here, don't worry about it. He's, and then he dies. He's the like, one oh. performance but, in the film that just just works one hundred percent for me. I like all the performances. I mean, I also love that movie. But that second time, so I saw it a second time in Florida to go to Miles's wedding. I took my my now ex to see it, and that second time I was like, oh shit! I realized what he's saying, and I got very upset. And uh, she did not realize no. <laughs> or no. react. Um, that's a whole other thing. All right, actress. Jessica Chastain wins for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Recall. Uh, recall. I'm, I'm recall. glad. Recall. Uh, yeah, recall. I'm glad she has an Oscar. Yeah, I mean, not much longer. Better movie. Not much it longer. could be. It could be for. It could be for a lot of the things. And I. I. I was about to say. I don't, I don't think she. No, she's. She's probably five here. Um, she wanted it, right, um, and good for her. She. She wanted won. it, and she lucked out into a chaos year. Yeah. And I kind of like that a chaos year benefited someone who everyone wants to have an Oscar, as opposed yeah. to like. You know, like, listen, Olivia Coleman is a lovely person. Lost Order didn't really work for me, but that's nothing against that movie. Like, if it had, de- uh, like, kind of ended up with her or Penelope Cruz or Nicole Kidman winning on a second one, I would have felt a little like, oh, come on. If you don't know what you're doing, go have a little fun. Mm. Um, all this to say, I'm voting for Kristen Stewart. I am also voting for Kristen Stewart. God damn it. Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. So my uh, my ranking would have been, uh, prepare, wait, get ready for this. Mm. Uh, Stuart Kidman, Chastain, Cruz Coleman. Ooh. I would say uh, Stuart Coleman, Cruz, uh, Kidman, uh, Chastain. Cruz, Kidman, Coleman, uh, Stuart, Chastain. I do wonder how much it helped that I saw Tammy Faye before. A lot of people before they had the vibe of like, oh, this movie is a little bit of a mess and bad. I just kind of watched and went, this is fine. I just loved it when and they like, were like, this movie is a flop. It'll not do anything. And then it wins two Oscars. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, the, you like, know, it doesn't matter. Dismissing folks. something too yeah. early. Yeah. Well, it was the tiff of it all. Of like, oh, we need a we need a punching bag because we like too many things. Yeah. Like I had, I had seen it like a week or two before I went up and. I watched it in my bed and was like, this is fine. Like, it's a biopic. It's like, she's pretty good. I didn't like Andrew Garfield in it, which was a shame because I like him as an actor almost all Well, speaking time. of Andrew Garfield. But I was, yep, can get to him in something I like a lot better in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, best actor, Will Smith, King Richard. I, I'm, I don't love the performance, but I'm also recalling because like, let's, 
let's be real. Why? What did he do? Um, nothing of note. Don't no, hit me, please. Yeah. What did he, um, what did he do? You know. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't see anything. Yeah, we didn't see anything. Maybe millions of people did, yeah. but we didn't. Yeah. I... You know what? I he gets it taken away just for the poor judgment after a lifetime of being the most disciplined actor in Hollywood. Yeah, like what a time to forget like the decades of I want to get to this exact moment and I will do whatever it takes. Which isn't like I don't mean that in like a it wasn't that much way, to be honest like, with you this season. Like that last season, it, yeah, he didn't like, do really the full no, on campaign like, like spent, the others did. But he no, he, he spent a, he spent twenty years, however long he's been a star of like I want to be the biggest star in Hollywood. And then I want to become a respected actor and I want to win Oscar. That was his plan. And it was going flawlessly until a handful of years ago when his taste got shitty. Yeah. But then he recalibrated. And like, kudos to you for recalibrating. But literally to like lose your cool at the pinnacle and the culmination of all your work is a bizarre like lack of judgment. Mm -hmm. So I recall. Well, I recall right, based on the performance rather than the behavior at the ceremony. Oh, no, the performance is is he's he's solid to very good uh there's good several i would give it to him for before i would give oh it yeah to him for i mean one. he's he's like yeah and also like of the choices he none and yeah he's like not, two yeah. of these yeah i, under, these I understand the win life. it doesn't mean i have to i have to give it to him though exactly yeah. all right yeah uh miles who are you thinking uh give me the list again uh will smith javier bardem being the ricardos <laughs> benedict cumberbatch the Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, honorable mention to Denzel Washington, who's always great and is especially great in Macbeth. But my vote here goes to Andrew Garfield. Um, I'm going with Benedict Cumberbatch. That is a, a career defining performance for that for that man. And Andrew Garfield's fantastic. Denzel Washington fucking rules and is a, a legend. Those are three great nominations in this field of five will smith is oh, is good and then fuck you javier bardem how about that i actually so i mean i like javier Bardem in that movie i don't think he probably needed to be cast in that movie but also like i'd rather just have had nicholas cage for pig and we just move on with our day a nicholas cage simon rex simon rex um i mean i would have I would have taken several names. By the way, for actress, uh, Alon, shout out to Alana Nishijima for Drive My Car. Yes. Yes. What would you say, um, Joey, for actress? Alana Haim. Yes, Alana Haim. Yes, correct. What? Or Amelia what Jones, think? if you're going to do CODA. Yeah, if your yeah, CODA definitely. stands yeah, are out there. I would agree with that. She's very good. Um, I, I'd even I'd even say this. Like, Doom got all this love and everything. I think Chalamet's better than Javier Bardem. He's very good in that I like film. Bardem in it, but I, I also like Sorkin stuff, so I'm predisposed to like people in Sorkin movies. No, I, I don't hate the film. I just don't... It, it, it's a weird, complicated relationship with I mean, me he's not playing He's not playing Desi Arnaz. You just have to... No, he's he's playing out. like a very... He's playing Javier Bardem, really, when you think about it. Yeah, no, he's, do, he's doing a very good Javier Bardem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is fine. It's just... I Yeah, listen, I wouldn't have not... He, either, he was the like, weak link for me. I, I don't... Like... Simmons being nominated, he, he doesn't need to be, um, no, but he's Simmons still not is doing bad. His thing yeah. very well. Yeah, Simmons, like Simmons, I think like Bardem had less of an elevation of the role. Yeah, you know he's he's doing a good job. He's just got like, great sure lines. Check the wrong box. Yeah. Like he has good lines. He's executing them. Simmons adds a little verve to the like. Uh, I'm gonna punch a five year old in the mouth. So like whatever the hell that line was. I'm gonna kick the shit out of a kid. I love that. Um, 
Yeah. Because we all Imagine think Marco it. Lomar we all think it. Too. Oh, yeah, we all do. Right, Miles? Um, what do we think? Sorry? Punch a five-year-old in the mouth. Oh, all, yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> I have to keep I, finding I'm... new ones because I've already gone through <laughs> the others. Yeah. I'm going to go Cumberbatch, I think. It's close. That's yeah. Because I think my it list is, would It be is a great performance from Cumberbatch. Smash. Yeah, Cumberbatch. I think my list would be Cumberbatch, Garfield, Bardem, Washington Smith. I would go Garfield, Washington, Cumberbatch, Bardem, Smith. I would go Cumberbatch, Washington, Garfield, Smith, Bardem. I think the I think if we like combine them all, I think Cumberbatch might actually have come out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that worked out. All right, director. Jane Campion wins Power of the Dog. If we recall, your options are Ranar for Belfast, Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Spielberg. West Side Story, PTA, Licorice Pizza. Uh, recall. Okay. I mean, I'm happy with this, but also I'm curious what happens. So I'll let the recall happen. I know where he's going. Well, uh, I know, I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen. So I'm going to give it to Denis Villeneuve for Oh Wait. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 that token, that, that I think is one of the worst fucking snubs they've done in recent history. That's, I'm telling you, you take out Brana. Sorry to Belfast fans out there. You take out Brana, you put in Villeneuve. It's one of the great lineups we've had in a long, long time. Yeah. It, ri- listen, it I, rivals the listen. 2017 year. Sure. I did. I did call a huge person was going to miss. I just kept thinking it was Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Listen, I, 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 even though power of the dog never worked for me, I don't mind Campion winning at all. And I think it is a very well directed film. Sure. Um, I will probably go Hamaguchi. I figured. Just because I think taking a three-hour film like that that's very wordy and talky and just finding a way to make it so compelling, I think, is takes some real skill. Sure. Now, Ryan, are you sticking with Campion or are you going PTA? I know. That's tough. Cause I've all... I figure that's where you're, that's who you're between. Yeah. Well, Hamaguchi, he, the, the, Miles made a great point there. But also, I do – I know, Miles, you're not going to see the film, but Spielberg's work – uh, in West Side Story, it makes me so excited for the Fablemans because it it feels like he's got that magic back, you know, that we've sure. been missing. I mean, for by a the way, years. I can't can't tell you anymore, but I know someone who's seen the Fablemans. Oh, well, is it John Fableman? No, oh. it's uh, it's uh, it's Warren Fableman. Oh, actually. okay. Well, he's the little bit of the the wild one of the bunch. Um, yeah, <laughs> stupid joke. Um. I don't know. Joey, I want to hear what you have to say about this before I make a decision. I mean, I'm I'm happy with Campion. I would love Brano. I know you don't like that, so it's not going to matter. Mm. Uh, Hamaguchi kind of bounced off me. Spielberg, well, I don't like the movie very much, but like I said, if you're going to do this, and like I don't think you should be doing it, but it probably should be Spielberg. Um, I'd be into PTA if you want to go that way. Um, yes. Or Campion. I'm going to keep it with Campion because of the fact that we don't the PTA won the screenplay earlier and Hamaguchi won the other screenplay. So cool. Then you know what I'll do? I'll go PTA so we defer back to Campion, but everyone got to Everybody won that one. Everybody's yeah. got one. Um you okay over there, Miles? My... Is that all right? Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. Listen, and I think I th- my my regardless of my thoughts of power of the dog, I think Jane Campion winning best director is a really cool thing. Plus she sure. just seems like a my... really cool lady. 
She was very nice. Yeah. I had a good time when we uh, at that uh, when we did. This. I just don't want to hear her talk about tennis. Yeah, that wasn't her best moment. Uh, but you know, I'm just kidding. Better that better her mulligan than Will Smith's. Um, I think my ranking shit. would be Campion, Anderson, Brano, Spielberg, Hamaguchi. Uh, probably Hamaguchi, Anderson, um, Campion, Branagh, and then I can't speak to Spielberg. I mean, the clips I've seen, it looks really well-directed. That's yeah. not my problem with it. Campion, um, Hamaguchi, Anderson, Spielberg, and that's it. Branagh. All right. Uh, Coda, <laughs> if we're recalling. In Best Picture, you're off recall. Belfast, Don't Look Up. Yeah, Recall. <laughs> Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Man, is it just me or does Nightmare Alley really feel like the odd man out in that lineup? Yeah, it's yeah. usually how Gummo del Toro's films feel right now. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed would to have disagree. Been, would, have been fine with, uh, <laughs> would have been fine with Spencer, would have been fine with The Worst Person in the World. The Green Knight. In I all mean, categories. Um, mass i mean by that yeah but by that token i could say uh red rocket also they just they weren't happening Titan. yeah just to see just, even go for it just just to see more. just to see him do it just to see yeah. him do it just to know that they watched it i they didn't watch it i know they didn't but i, I want them to right. so miles you're going uh drive my car i have to it was my favorite film of the year all right ryan you going dune no, I mean, like, surprisingly, like, Dune would be, like, the fourth or fifth film on this list for me. Um, months of months of, of fighting with me over Dune, and you're saying, eh, it's in the middle. No, I, lo- I love the film. It's in my top ten of the year. Uh, sure. Uh, I mean, I liked it just fine. Uh, it, I mean, I'm more than fine. What am I saying? When I think, or, but here's the thing. Think. When I pick Best Picture, you guys know this. I don't pick my favorite film. I pick what I think best represents the year. And best represents yeah. like if we go back twenty years from now, that one best picture, okay, I'm I'm okay. So you're going don't look up. No, because I'm not a. <laughs> I mean, don't look up. Pretty much is the best representation. I mean, it's is as on the nose. Like I might as well put three hours of MSNBC on here than don't look up, uh, which would be a hell of a lot better actually than don't look up. No, I I do think the power of the dog is is the film that best represents and it's not my favorite of the bunch i would actually pick licorice pizza if i was picking my favorite but i think power of the dog best represents it and especially uh, how parent you know how men treat women in in modern society and and how yeah. everything that's going on it's aging particularly well yeah i mean that's probably why it ended up losing if we're being honest yes um yeah, there is a there is a certain amount of on the nose you're allowed to be before you become two for them um so um i i mean i'm sticking with coda so coda wins god damn it um here's never mind i switch drive my car not too late (laughs) yay um (laughs) not too late um i believe my list would be and i may be wrong because i'm this is you know i'm not thinking about anymore i had it very well down but i believe my list was coda one belfast two licorice pizza three dune four Wait, hang on. Coda 1, Belfast 2, Licorice Pizza 3, Power of the Dog 4. Uh-oh. Dune 5, right? Okay. Um, Don't Look Up 6, 
King Richard Seven. West Side Story 8, Nightmare Alley 9, Drive My Car 10. Actually, Damn. shit. I did have Drive My Car over Licorice Pizza. I'm sorry, Miles. I should have done that. I'm well, sorry. stuck to your gut. God damn it. Uh, it would be Drive My Car 1, Licorice Pizza 2, Dune 3, Power of the Dog 4, West Side Story 5. What were the other ones? King Richard, Belfast. Don't look up Coda. Belfast, Coda, King Richard, uh, uh, Nightmare Alley, and and then throw Don't Look Up into the Fire and Burn It. All right. Uh, I would go Drive My Car One, Dune Two, Licorice Pizza Three, uh, Coda Four. Uh, Belfast 5, Don't Look Up 6, Power of the Dog 7, uh, where am I? West Side Story would be 10 because you didn't see it. Yeah, King Richard 8, and Nightmare, uh, Alley. Nightmare Alley 9. I remember you, we, we, we have a similar back end. I'd tell you, Miles, I remember you being very excited for Nightmare Alley, and then I listened to y'all's thoughts, and then, yeah. Yeah. Just it, it's heartbreaking. Speaking of films we're excited for and disappointed. Right. And you know, we mentioned the cinematography for that one. It is great cinematography, but I feel like the quality of the cinematography yep. works against the quality of the film. I just love the first be grimy. I, I just love the first act so much, and then the second act I just don't care. Like that's right. just me. Um so as we wrap up, do we have a uh a pick from that earlier question? Your favorite Oscar win? Of the of all oh. time? Yeah, so say where you can be followed and pick your, your your pick. And since you haven't been on, you can also tell us the movie or two you're most anticipating. Oh. Um, but uh, Miles will go first. Miles, if that changed at all, you can you can do it or you can answer that however you see fit. No, I can only say 3,000 years of longing so many times. I've seen it. Uh, that's true. I've seen it too. Mm-hmm. Can you confirm what I said? He's going to be very disappointed that there's very little genie fucking in the movie. Yeah, yeah. There's not a genie in the bottle. Well, there is a genie in the bottle, but you're not rubbing him the right way. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, he. What, what? What did you call it, Miles? The Tilda Swinton fucks a genie. Well, <laughs> it was back. Be- <laughs> well, because it was back before we had a plot description or anything like that. All we had was a picture of Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba like sitting next to each other. Yeah, drinking cocoa. Like, Tilda Swinton like, about right? to fuck that genie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the genie does a little fucking, but to, very little. To be to be fair, Miles should have happened. Okay. Yeah. Well, if the it's, you know what, if the vibe is there, I'll take it. Yeah. I think I think the vibe's there. I can confirm. There's a, vi- a little, there's vibe. I, I I mean, I uh I think I would be interested to hear what you have to say, Miles, because it's been like over a month since I've seen it, and it yeah, longer. I think. I think yeah. I saw it like if, May. If I saw it in like June, so it's I guess it's two months. Early. It's been a long yeah. time. Yeah. Like after the can. Fine. The movie's a little more than a little disappointing, but fine. I I liked uh, I thought it was enjoyable. It's a lesser. It's lesser. It's I mean, yeah. Well, obviously, it's going to be lesser than what he did before. But you know, it's it's yeah. for its own thing. Like George Miller likes. I, mean, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. He likes storytelling, just, and uh, and I and I like him for it. You know. But anyway, I'm Miles is trying closer, to. But do it falls his, into the same. It falls into the same thing as like Life of Pi for me. Like if you're going to make these bold claims, like Life of Pi was like, I'm going to tell you a story to make you believe in God. Well, you damn well better then, and you didn't. And this is like a big storytelling movie. 
and most of the stories are duds. The last one's a banger, but the first couple are duds. Miles, I think I will be looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Well, yeah. thank you, Ryan. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you can find me on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Miles on Film. That's M-Y-L-E-S on Film. Please check out my short films, American Exorcist and Once Upon a Dracula. They are both on YouTube under Aftershock Pictures and Chase Capo, respectively. Uh, you can check out my writing on both Awards Radar and Looper. Uh, speaking of the Saw films, I've got an article about the Saw films coming up probably next week or so. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, and, um, the, my favorite Oscar win of all time. I mean, I'd have to really look at a long list to get a definitive all time, but the one that popped into my head, if we're going with the, your first instinct is the right one. I'm going to say parasite for best picture, because I think that's such a cool, such a revolutionary win. And I think it really sets a great precedent that I would love to see, you know, the Academy fall through on in the future. Uh, and it's just such a great film and so deserving. So that's my pick. Nice. Brian? Uh, you can find me on the internet at RyanMcQuaid77 on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can find my writings pretty much like all over the place. And uh, the, the In Session Film uh, Awards Watch, the uh, playlists of, you know, everywhere, just everywhere. You can find me everywhere all at once. Um, and uh, da, 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 um, anticipated movies, Joe, is that what you said? Yeah, you can get that one and then name your favorite. Uh, well, it's Decision to Leave. I'm really okay. excited for like that. Like that fucking wait. movie, I need it in my fucking eyeballs now. And if I don't I get in. See it. I also I it's uh it's South Korea's um it's 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 their submission it's their submission I didn't realize this was the first time they've ever chosen a Park Chan Wook film I thought for sure they would have gone with the handmaid they no that was the very controversial thing is that they didn't what did they go with that year something that they didn't qualify in Uh, yeah not a masterpiece I'll tell you that well as we know the politics of that are wild yeah it's well. Does that mean that does that mean that um well broker they didn't select broker but does that mean broker goes to um wasn't it Japan possibly opportunity potentially um I do believe that sometimes that is the the conversation yeah you know especially if the countries have a good relationship yeah that if it's co production oh you have a second choice like we'll happily take it if you're okay with it but that that one's that one's one in in tar. I'm very curious. About I'm that. so curious. I, I saw the trailer that. for that um, uh, not too long ago, and I was very intrigued. The by one of just like smoke coming out of her mouth, smoke, yeah. and then the conducting, and it's just, just like, oh, what is this? Just give me Todd Field back. It's been so long. Yeah. If it wasn't for Todd Field, I don't know that I would be super interested in that movie. But because it's Todd Field, it's I'm Todd not. Field and 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 our probably our greatest living actress. Preach. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to say no to that. Um, Favorite Oscar win? I mean, going along the same lines as Miles, like when Moonlight won Best Picture, even though there was the whole catastrophe about it and everything and the hullabaloo, but the fact that that movie won Best Picture, it's so important. I know that this, this, you know, Joey doesn't care for these films, but I do think also, too, like Lord of the Rings winning best picture and doing its sweep the last time we had one of those uh i think that that is i rem- because i remember that being one of the, like 
those times where I was really invested. And then I also remember the next year with, or two years later would crash and thinking that was like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and Scor- Scorsese winning director. Finally, that was yeah. because oh, they, cool. they were all up there, you know, Coppola. And yeah, that was Lucas a good moment. Definitely Spielberg. Yeah. If, if he didn't, I mean, not if when, not, not when they gave best actor last so they can have Chadwick Boseman. Oh, well, I mean, good for Hopkins winning. Cause like, it's a better performance. Who had the good I mean. sense to not be there. Yeah. Ooh. But then he was there last year and it just, it was like, dude had to follow the whole Will Smith thing. <laughs> and yeah. He's like, all right, this it's is awkward. Calm for peace. Um, Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can find me at Joey Magazin, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox, all that stuff. Ward's Radar is on several things. Um, I, I, the Whale still remains my most anticipated film of the year. Um, though I am incredibly interested to see what happens to Babylon, having read that script and knowing that it is absolute batshit insanity. I am um, looking forward to The Whale because I'm, I'm yeah, d- very I, much I, so. I cannot wait to see Brendan Fraser back in the world. And totally. That at yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. We're in the we're in the Fraser Sons, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Batgirl. Well, oh, too soon. Uh, yeah. Oh, Someone speaking of speaking YouTube. of too soon, I I saw a pretty good, um, or well, good. Um, but um, uh-huh. did you know that Batgirl uh, now has the record for being having the longest director's cut of all time because it has over ninety minutes of deleted scenes? Hilarious. Nice. That's Hilarious. Um, <laughs> excellent um i'll, I'll stick like with it my hurts same. my heart but it's clever yeah. yeah yeah first instinct being the, the correct one i um i'll say kevin klein winning the oscar for official wanda just because that's a good win I, that is a very wins. good win i love that performance uh, by that token marissa tomei my cousin that's Bain, a great win they do that because mm. it just feels like an accident and i love those um taking that away um another action uh would be nicholas cage for leaving las vegas I mean, it's misery porn, but it's the best version of misery porn. And also, I just love that they coalesced around Nicolas Cage. Like, what a wonderful thing. Mm. Um, you guys are right about Parasite, things like that. I will say almost the, the, the surprise of Bong Joon-ho winning director. Yes, because no awesome. one saw that coming, even Sam Mendes. Yeah, I, I even had predicted, I had moved Parasite. I had predicted Parasite to win, and I just didn't. Also, on a personal level, um, Argo. It was one of the only times my number one film of the year had won. Also, it was the only time that I can think of my year in advance pick one. So that was just good for me. Um, yeah. So there we go. A hundred in the can. A hundred more to come. This was over two and a half hours long before edits. So this um, this podcast is longer than most of the films we discussed on it. This is true. And the RNE, not yours, um, <clears throat> not driving my car, but uh, the RNE being we've gotten longer since uh, Steve has largely. Uh, gone to a producing uh side for some reason one less person has made more talking but that's a mystery to be solved for another day um but speaking of steve steve will get to have the last word so while we will see you at the movies we will end this hundredth episode by letting steve say his piece so thank you all couldn't do it without you thank you miles thank you ryan thank you steve steve the floor is yours hey guys it's steve i'm back i'm back i'm back okay Actually, I never really left. I wanted to be here for this special episode, but I decided to continue my hiatus after suffering some mild exhaustion. You know, the kind where you pass out in the middle of an episode? That kind of exhaustion. Plus, the Better Call Saul series finale is on, and what kind of TV editor would I be if I did not watch it live? It's been a pleasure to be part of the Awards Radar podcast. So, congrats Joe on leading the charge through all 100 episodes. 
It's really been one hell of a run. Congrats to Miles as well, not only for your great work on the podcast, but also for outlasting me. You guys do great work together. Cheers to both of you. Episode 100 hits at just the right time. We're about to dive right into Oscar season. It's going to be a lot of fun and a great way to kick off the next 100 episodes. Keep checking out all of my work on Awards Radar, mainly on the TV side of things right now as we count down to Emmys. And I shall return to the podcast soon. Take that as a promise or as a threat. Either way, I shall return. Until then, congrats to Joey and Miles and all of those who have contributed to the podcast. Keep up the awesome work. And to the listeners, keep on listening. The best is yet to come. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and to visit awardsradar.com for the best in awards and entertainment content. <laughs>